How to find the needle in the haystack. Hey folks, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin here with another Millionaire Midnight Rant Podcast. It's 107 and I'm not going to apologize for being late because I've been working. That's exactly what you should be doing as well. And um, the reason why I go live at this hour it's because I want you to notice and pay attention to what I'm doing here. I'm already rich. I'm already pretty wealthy. Um, but, however, I'm still working. And a lot of you are sleeping. A lot of you are relaxing. A lot of you are just getting ready to work your job for the next 20 and 30 years here. And I want to talk about tonight's topic is how to find, okay, how to find the needle in the haystack. As you can, as you've noticed here, I feel so much better. My voice is just phenomenal right now. I was sick for a couple of days, just had a little illness, a little cold. But listen, I am 110% right now and I'm ready to serve you. If you're brand new to the rent, my name is Wesley, billion dollar version. I'm a young black man from Houston, Texas, grew up on the south side of Houston, and I grew up pretty poor, pretty average, just like most people. But listen, through work ethic, I want everybody to come up to where work ethic, okay? Because I wasn't necessarily the smartest man on the planet or the smartest boy on the planet here. But through work ethic, okay, I didn't graduate from college. I don't have any type of specialized form of education, but because of work ethic, I don't have a rich father or a rich mother or a rich uncle, okay? I grew up on the south side, okay? Not in suburbia, but because of work ethic, I'm now worth over $40 million. I run um, a ton of companies in the digital marketing space. I'm newly into Forex as well. I have a very, very uh, uh, gorgeous real estate portfolio as well. And life is good. I'm a father as well of three outstanding, beautiful children here. And now what I want to do, I've committed my life to serving you, okay? I've committed my life to serving the men and women who have a desire to be rich, wealthy, and successful, to prosper, to be abundant, to be able to do what they want to do, to be able to divorce their jobs and to divorce their current situation and evolve in a new situation to be phenomenal contributors to the world here so go ahead and comment your name here below <laughs> it's the screen supposed to be dark yes yes you must be brand new if you're brand new to the rent comment the number one if you're brand new listen this is a rent which means as this is very unfiltered um this is a very transparent conversation with a multimillionaire. this is some of the information that you're not going to hear publicly from millionaires but Listen, I'm going to keep it real, and I'm going to keep it very real, which means is I may say something that may hurt your feelings, but that's not my intention. You got to understand something. I just think differently than you. The difference between you and I, listen, is that I think differently. That's it. That means you may do something that may annoy me. You may do something that I don't like, and I may have to correct you. Does that make sense? But it's not meant for me to demean you to berate you. I'm here to elevate you, to help you. And to do that, I got to be genuine and I got to keep it real. Is that okay? Comment below. That's okay, Wes.
Okay. So, um, what what video you look and study? Did you study? Um, Naman, how are you? Anastasia, Ashley, um, Travis. And if you're brand new, welcome to the rant. You're going to learn something. And listen, if you want to be on this rant, you need to take notes. Listen, if you're listening to me right now in your bed, in your, on your couch, and you're not writing anything down, you're a loser. Okay? And I'm being very honest with you. You're a loser. Because losers fail to take notes when they're listening to a person that can change their lives. Okay? And the reason why I word it that way, because obviously I'm a millionaire. If you don't know, just search me on Google. It is what it is, right? And what I'm sharing with you is most people lose in life and lose in business or lose financially is because they don't write nothing down. They don't take notes. They don't apply anything. You know, most losers think that they can keep everything in their brain. And, oh, I remember that. You don't, you're not going to remember this stuff. You got to write it down. You got to go back to it. And you got to study it, okay? Just like going to school, going to class. You got to take notes. Everybody's not a genius. Some people are. But genius people, they don't listen to rants like this because they're already super smart. Does that make sense? <laughs> All right, what's next here? Um, just want to make sure I give everybody a shout out here. Let's go. What's up, sexy intelligence? How are you, sir? Um, baby bling. Hey, what's going on here? Can I be your graphic designer? Only if it's for free. <laughs> hey, Marco. Hey, Norma. How are you? Paul, Danny, Roshana, Luis. And one more thing. This is a family here. Okay? And one thing about family, my immediate family, which includes my children, that's my immediate family. I treat you like my children, which means I'm very protective of the family that's on these ranch. That means if anybody is negative... If anybody is cynical, if anybody comes on here bullshitting, I will block you and I will delete you forever. Does that make sense? This is a positive environment. This is an environment of love, of finance, of growth, of mindset, and abundance. Does that make sense? We're coming together because we have one goal in mind. And what's that? <laughs> Prosperity. Okay. All right, here. Yeah, we're signing for free. You can intern me for free. I have enough graphic designers, but I can always use one who wants to be an intern for me. Um, okay, so listen, how to find the needle in the haystack. I want you to understand something about success. And, you know, and I'm going to give you a real life example um, about, you know, learning how to run a profitable company. And it's, it's sort of similar to finding a needle in a haystack. Um, years ago, when I started my company, it was very difficult. And the difficult part was finding out what I needed to do to make the money. Can anybody relate? How many of you right now are in that phase in your business or in your life? You're just trying to find out what is going to be the thing, right, to... Give me the money that I want, right? I think everybody is, right? Especially if you're not worth a billion dollars yet. You're still looking for that thing, right? Or maybe you're in a business and you just haven't discovered how to make money, more money in the business, okay? 
And I want to tell you something here. It's like looking for a needle in a haystack. So I don't know if you ever seen hay before. I'm in Texas, so obviously I've seen hay before here in Texas. But listen up here. Looking for a needle in a haystack, it's almost impossible. Okay? Now, I told you I'm going to keep it real here tonight. Let me, let me, let me say that again. Looking for a needle in a haystack, it's almost impossible. Because you're looking at that haystack, and everybody knows what a needle is, right? And we're thinking, like, God, look at this. Hey, like, how am I going to find this little bit of needle in this haystack, right? This is like business. Man, how am I going to make money? In this bit, I've tried everything. I'm reading books. I'm going to seminars. I'm listening to Wesley Virgin. I'm listening to Tony Robbins. I'm, I'm buying courses. Man, this is difficult. And listen, it's the same mindset. Like it's the same type of thinking. If I see or if we see a a, a bell of hay, and I tell you that's a needle in there. And you got to find it. And once you find it, you make your money. Okay? And I want you to understand that it's almost impossible. The reason why I say it's almost impossible, because only 3% will find the needle. Only 3%. Only 3% of people will be worth a million dollars plus. You get it? But I want to help you... And I'm going to give you something practical on how to find the needle faster. And this is something that I've been doing for years, for a decade, for about a decade now. And it's allowed me to make more millions than ever before, faster than most people. Okay? Even though I'm not the smartest person on the planet, I'm not well connected, right? But it works for me. And I want to give it to you. And I want you to write down these words. Okay. The reason why I'm able to find the needle in the haystack, I'll be able to solve very difficult problems in business. Okay. It's work ethic. Okay. It's just, it, it really is. I, I know you're expecting something different, but it's work ethic, man. It, it really is. Like it's 117. I've been working for the last nine hours straight today. Okay, now I'm going to do this probably for the entire month until I solve the problem. I got a little problem here in business. Not a big problem, right? Just it's like a puzzle and I'm trying to solve it and I'm going to solve it. As a matter of fact, I have solved it. Okay, but um, it's work ethic. See, when you work more than others, you tend to find the needle faster than others like listen some of you you'll look for two hours and you get tired say all right i'm tired today i've been looking for two hours and then find it and you have some people that do five hours but you got some people that would do 15 hours looking for the needle in a haystack some people would work 15 hours in their company okay to find the solution for their problem. And let me give you a few names here. 
Because I don't want you to think I'm the only person out here that has the work ethic that is totally committed to what I got to do here. You know who Elon Musk is? Elon Musk. Does anybody know what that man, who that man is? Uh, Tesla? SpaceX? The Boring Company? That guy? Well, well, Elon Musk works like a crazy person to the point that Elon Musk has a miniature small house right outside the Gigafactory, which is his Tesla factory or whatever, right? Think about it for a second. He has a house, a small house, outside of his Gigafactory. He said, well, the reason why I got a house right outside the Gigafactory is because I can work nonstop. I can work 20, 24 hours a day because I'm connected. I don't have to drive to work. I don't have to drive home. No, I'm, I'm there. And not just Elon Musk. Does, do you know the guy by the name of Mr. Beast? Some of you YouTubers, you should know who that is. Mr. Beast is probably one of the richest, if not the richest YouTuber on the planet, right? 100 million plus subscribers. This man makes Millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. Of money. I mean, with ease, right? He could pay millions of dollars to do a shout out. Mr. Beast, I watched the interview about him. He said he had a Saudi prince in Dubai. And the Saudi prince asked Mr. Beast, hey, can I FaceTime my son and can you tell him hi? And that man said, I would give you $250,000 if you would just say hi. And he did it. And he got paid. Mr. Beast, the place where he works, he has an apartment in the actual office. Do you hear me? Mr. Beast says, I just love working. Now listen, Mr. Beast has a, a, a girlfriend. I don't know if this is white, but he got a girlfriend. But he said, but I spend all my time at the office because I just want to create great videos. And I work literally for days without sleep sometimes because I get so enthralled inside of the work. Now, listen, that's not my word. That's his words. That's Mr. Beast. Elon Musk is the same way. And I think Elon Musk has a wife and he has a bunch of kids as well. But he's sleeping at his factory. He probably go days without seeing his wife or his kids. Come at the work work ethic. <laughs> See, a lot of you, we look up to all these people, such as myself or Jeff Bezos, Warren Buck, whatever. <laughs> but what you don't realize is the work ethic, man. Look, listen, check it out. It's one o'clock. I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm working. Tomorrow, when tomorrow comes, which is today, I'm going to work again. Like, I'm going to do it again, 10 hours. Then the next day, 10 hours. Then the next day, 10 hours. I'm going to do as many hours necessary for me to get closer to the solution because every single day that I'm working, I'm learning more about the solution to the problem. Does that make sense? See, that's what a lot of you are missing out, man. Men and women on here that's listening to me right now. 
That's what you're missing out. You're sleeping like a baby. You're laying out. You had a hard day at work. You drunk some beer, drunk some alcohol. Maybe you smoked something. You playing a video game. And that's your life. And that's the same person that's in my DM to say, Wesley, help me out. Wesley, help me out. Wesley, help me out. I mean, do you think I'm a fool? You think I'm stupid? You think I'm going to help you out when I know that your activities on a daily basis does not align with the success that you want? I'm not helping you. You can watch one of my videos. I'm not going to help you personally. Why? Because you're different. You're not like me. What I mean is you're not committed. I don't want to be around committed people. I don't need to be around rich people. I like committed people. I like people that make sacrifices. That's what I like. I like when people put it all on the line. Yeah, that's a person I want to work with. I want a person with my work ethic. I want a person I can reach out to right now, two o'clock in the morning. Like right now, if I would call Ariella, which is the young lady that works for me, VP of the company, if I reach out to her, she's going to answer the phone. She's going to answer the phone. If I call her right now, she will answer that phone. I expect her to. Come with the word work ethic. Work ethic is how you find the needle in the haystack. Work ethic is how you discover the solution to your money problem, to your business problem, to whatever problem you have financially. It's the work ethic. Because the more you work, you're developing a skill. See, a lot of you, when you're working and you're failing, you feel that what you're doing is insignificant. But what I want you to understand is every failed moment, every missed shot or every failed business, you're learning something that is setting you up for a business that is just unknown to you. Listen, with LeBron James, Steph Curry, or all these basketball players, when they play basketball and they're shooting the ball, shooting the ball, shooting the ball, shooting the ball, maybe they're shooting a 1,000 shots a day. When they miss a shot, that missed shot doesn't mean that they're not going to be a great shooter. They understand if they continue to shoot, eventually they will course correct and find the solution to hit the shot more than most people. Does that make sense? But they only get that way by shooting. See, a lot of you, you're not, listen, you start a company, you start a business, you start an opportunity, you look at some video to make some money online, you do it one time, do it two times, three times, you quit within a week. Like, you don't even go at it for hours. Some of you go at just do something for like, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And you try it and you're like, man, it's not working. I'm like, what? Work ethic. The fail moments are necessary for you to succeed. Write that down. That's Wesley, billion dollar virgin. That's my quote. Okay? Failing moments are necessary for you to succeed, you got to fail. You got to get it wrong. Even when your hopes up, you're like, oh, man, I know this is it. I know I got it. I know I got it. Boom, you don't got it. Okay, great. Next day, let's do it again. What do we need to change? Does that make sense? It's trial and error, folks. 
That's how you find the needle. That's how you become successful. You have to just try and try and try and try and try and try. And listen, you, you're not going to like this, but this is straight talk here tonight. You may have to try for years. Oof. Oh, you don't like that, huh? Not even weeks. Not even months. Years. Like imagine trying to figure something out for years. Like imagine being committed and dedicated and enthralled and immersed in something for years. <laughs> You're like, God, Wes, not years, man. Years, 365 days, Wes, 52 weeks of working sedulously on my dream, not going out. Not going to the club, not drinking like a crazy person, not smoking, not hanging up with friends, not going to the barbecues, not going to the weddings, not hanging out with friends. Wesley, for a year, not going to the concerts, not going to the movies, not traveling nowhere for a year, Wes. Not watching no TV, no Netflix, no Hulu, no Prime, no Peacock. For a year, Wes. Yeah. I did it. That's why when I do blackout days, it's not uncommon for me. You know, when I do blackout months or whatever, that means like when I blackout, I truly blackout. I don't talk to anyone. I, talk, I do my best not to talk to anybody. Um, so I don't go many places where people would talk to me. So I don't really go anywhere, right? And I don't do anything. I just spend time with myself only. Just spend time with me only. And I work. And I work like a crazy person. And I love it. Like it turns me on to work. Like it turns me on to work on a problem that one day I will figure out the solution. It just turns me on. I love, sometimes I love problems. I love when I have big problems in business, right? Because it's going to equate to millions and millions of dollars per week, not per month, per week. Okay. I want you to realize something that if you have money problems or problems in your business, or business or your companies or whatever you're doing, it's just a problem that you got to figure out. That's all what it is. Got to find a solution. But it's all about work ethic, man. You got to just, it's just trial and error. I'm, I'm telling you, you know, you don't have to be that smart in this generation to make a million dollars on this plane. Not that difficult. You just got to be willing to try more than most people. You got to be willing just to put more hours in than most people. That's all you have to do. Just put, you don't have to be super smart. You don't have to be magnum cum laude and sumo cum laude and valedictorian. Absolutely not. You don't have to be book smart at all. You just got to try more than more people. Just try work more hours. Okay? Like you got to fail more. Come at the word, I must fail more. You got to fail more. And I get it. I know you don't like to fail, but everybody that doesn't like to fail is going to be broke, poor, and average for the rest of your life. <laughs> You're going to fail for the rest of your life if you don't like to fail. Okay? You better love failure. You got to harness failure. Make love to it. I want you to turn failure around and hit it from the back. Missionary.
Hit it from the side, right? Cowgirl, whatever. You got to make love to failure. Failure has to be your friend because it's a part of the process. Fail more. And then you have to learn how to fail with a smile. Write that down below. Okay? Fail with a smile on your face. Not a grimace. When you do something that you thought was going to work out, have a smile. Say, okay, well, okay, all right, that didn't work out. But I got them tomorrow, though. Tomorrow I'm going to kick that ass. Yeah, you got me today, failure, but tomorrow I'm going to kick your ass, I promise you. And you continue to say that until you do it, because you will. Does that make sense? You got to fail with enthusiasm. Okay? Write that down below. Fail with a smile on your face. See, no one taught you that. Your daddy, your mama, your teacher... Your professor, knowing your pastor, didn't tell you about that. Fail with a smile on your face. Fail as if nothing ever happened. You just get back in there and you try again. Period. That's why basketball players, NBA, that's how you make it to the NBA. Because when these young men go out there and play this very difficult game, it's a very difficult game. You know, when you learn more about basketball, it's very difficult. You know, when we think about basketball, we just think about bouncing the ball and dribbling and crossing people and shooting the ball and dunking. But it's a very mechanical sport. It's insane. It's like science and math. It's, it's insane. Okay. But listen, those young men realize something. If they shoot the ball and they miss in the game, they can't think too much about that miss. They can't think about it for one second. They got to move forward. And their ability to move forward is the reason why they're in the NBA. Make sense? That's why they're there. Because they don't internalize it. They don't internalize the problems and the failure, just like rich people, wealthy people. We don't internalize failure. We don't say, oh, I'm not good enough. Well, they're not giving me the right information. Well, that's a scam. Well, they just trying to, they just trying to take all the money and don't want us to win. That's for, that's a recipe for a broke average individual. Does that make sense? That's a recipe for a broke average individual. Okay. Write this down. Failure is part of the process, period. It's going to mean many days you're going to go out there trying to find that needle in the haystack. You're not going to find it. You might not find it in a month, two months, six months, seven months, a year. But let me tell you what's important. Okay? Come here. Come close. Let me tell you what's important. <laughs> Just to keep looking. Is to go out there every day with the expectation that you're going to find it. You hear me? It's to go out there every day when you leave your house with the expectation that you're going to find your prosperity, your abundance, your money, your millions, whatever you're looking for. Every day, you got to have those as your expectations. I don't care how long it takes. Two years, three years, four years, five years, five years every day. You have to leave your house with an expectation that you're going to find your need in your haystack. And let me tell you something. Hey, your needle is there. It's waiting on you. Kind of get an amen. Oof, it's not church, but still I felt that one. Hey, come here, come here. Listen to me. I got a smile on my face right now. Hey. Your needle is out there waiting on you. 
There's a mom on here right now that's listening to me right now. Hey, mom, your needle is out there waiting for you in that haystack. There's a father on here right now. He's going through a tough time financially. Hey, my guy, your needle is out there. Okay? I got a family on here right now, maybe a wife and a husband. And they're a team. They're working together. Hey, your needle is out there. Okay? I truly believe everybody has a needle out there. But I do believe as well that many people won't find their needle. Because they're going to give up. Are they going to believe it's not there? Are they going to convince themselves why they just can't look anymore? But I'm here to tell you that it's there. Students, young people, teenagers, even though that you're young, I get it. But your needle's out there too, waiting on you. Your millions, your cars, your homes, it's there, waiting on you. You just got to go out there and find it. And it's going to be tough because it's a lot of hate. I want to be honest with you. Okay? It's a lot of hay out there, man. It's a lot of hay. And you looking for a small little bitty needle. It's going to take you some time. So I want you to be patient. I want you to be diligent. And I want you to go find it. How many of you are willing to go find your needle? You have to understand something, too, about this. You know, it's not that many people out there that's looking for their needle. You think everybody wants to be rich? No, look, it's 61 people on here right now live on this podcast, and they have 1.2 million followers. Because everybody ain't looking for it. You know, some people just want to be around people that's rich. Some people just want to be in the circle. Like, you got some women, they just want to be around a rich man. They just want to be around him, you know, and they don't necessarily want to be rich. You got some men like that. They just like watching rich people, but they don't believe they will ever be one. So, listen, there's not a lot of people out there that's trying to be rich, like that's committed. There's a lot of people that want to be rich, but it's a, a very small few that are committed. Like, in my opinion, you are committed because it's 1.37 a.m. in the morning here in Houston, Texas. And you're on the live listening to Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin taking notes. Can I get an amen? Come on now. I know you're taking notes, right? Don't be silly. Taking notes. How many future millionaires do you think is taking notes right now on a podcast at 1.37 a.m. in the morning when you know you got to work tomorrow? When you know you got to get up early, you got to get the kids ready, you got to go make breakfast. You know that. You know that you're going to lose sleep, but still you're on here. Some of you are at your job right now listening to me. Some of you right now are at your business listening to me. What I want you to understand, listen to me, young man and young lady. Listen, everything counts. It's going to count. Okay? Like what you're doing right now in this moment which is probably a sacrifice, it counts. It's going to add up. I'm telling you, it's going to add up because somebody, they're not doing this. Somebody's asleep right now. And guess what? It counts as well for them as well. Somebody's sleeping like a baby, man. Just make sure they get the eight hours to go to work, to go make $10, $20 an hour. Right? 
somebody just getting enough sleep so they can be able to fulfill somebody else's dream for the next eight, ten hours of their life. But let me tell you something. You, one day, because of what you're doing right now, you're going to be the person that's going to be employing these people. You're going to be the person that you're going to have people working for you. You're going to be on the golf course. You're going to be the person that have people working for you. You're going to be with your children in Disney World in Tokyo. I did that, by the way, with my kids. We've been to Disney World, Tokyo, California, Florida. Just because we can. Why are you going to have people working for you? And why you and your family is going to be in Indonesia and Bali? <laughs> Does that make sense? You're going to be first class on the plane, relaxing, playing with your ki- children, laughing, acting a fool with your kids, you know what I mean? Get your little Airbnb out there in um, Monaco, Paris, shop for the day, you know, go see a show at night. While people in your country are working hard to produce more money for you and your company. Mm. Which one are you going to be? You see why the sacrifice is, is valid? Like to me, the sacrifice is worth it, you know? Yeah, sometimes it's tough. Sometimes you don't want to work. Sometimes you will get tired. But listen, if you do it long enough, it becomes your normal. It's normal for me to work a couple of, you know, 10 hours on a problem in business. It's pretty normal. It's not even a big deal. Okay? Like, it's just normal. It's normal for me to do this. And what I want you to understand that one day this will be your normal. Okay? It'll be your normal taking risks and taking leaps of faith. Does that make sense? It'll be your normal. But you got to take action. Okay? You got to take action. And you got to take action now. Hey, if you got value here tonight, come with the word value. If you have any questions for you, remember, I do give everybody on this podcast to ask me questions about your business about your abundance, about your mindset, about your ability to manifest as well. If you're on the podcast, just leave a comment here as well. Thank you for sharing this out to others because I believe others that want to be successful like you do deserve to hear this as well. Any questions for me? Questions here? Hey, Samantha, how are you? Ramon, Lucas, Candy, Patrice, Wookie, Pookie, <laughs> Baby Church, the producer. <laughs> Trey Oates, what's going on, Mr. Oates? How are you, sir? Questions for me. Listen, don't be shy. Okay? Do not be shy. What is your questions here? Many of you beg for mentorship. This is your opportunity. Have you taken any eucalyptus or honey and lime? I have not. I'm sorry. 
I know I still got the sniffles a little bit here, but I should be fine in the morning. How do you know the direction you're going is the right one? Great question, baby church. Listen, I want you to listen to me close, baby church. And I want everybody to listen to me close as it relates to that question. She wants to know, well, how do you know what you're doing? You know, is is the right thing? Are you on the right track? You don't know. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you don't know. Okay. That's what, listen, that's what becoming rich makes it so fascinating and so uncommon. Because you don't. You don't know. You don't know if you're on the right track. You have no clue. Like, you don't, you have no clue if you're on the right track to make millions. I mean, you don't know. But I'll put it to you like this. As long as you're doing something, you're on the right track. What I mean is the business that you're currently working in, that's probably not going to make you a million dollars. I don't know. It probably won't. Probably will. Probably not. Right? <laughs> Some of you are with a significant other. That might not be your person. You might think it's your person, but that might not be your person. Oh my God, how long have I been muted, guys? I'm sorry. How long was I muted? <laughs> oh my God. OMG! Why was I muted? What's wrong with me? I need a stand. Can someone buy me a iPhone stand for Christmas so I don't have to hold this phone in my hand like a mic when I'm talking to you? Okay. Thank you, Candy. Just just for a minute, about 15 seconds? Okay. Well, Candy says a minute, Lucas says 15 seconds. Which one is it? What's the story of Samara? How are you? Two minutes? Whoa, not two minutes. I hope not. <laughs> hey, Zach, how are you? Any more questions for me? Hey, friend. Uh, questions for me? Talk to me here. How many of you, look, watch this, watch this. How many of you going to put some work in tonight? I mean, tonight, how many, because listen, it is, even if you don't know what to do, it is something that you can do. You can pull out a book and read something in the self-development genre. Okay. You can research a company that you want to duplicate a model right now. You can. How many of you going to put a few hours in? 
And I want you to comment below how many hours you're going to put in. Well, Wesley Virgin, how many hours are you going to put in? Three more tonight. Put in three more hours because there's something I got to do. I got to edit a video and I got to upload it to Wistia. Okay, that's going to take me a few hours to do that. All right. I'm just curious. I want to know who, who's willing to put in the work. I sleep when I'm tired. Me, I sleep when I'm dead. When I die, that's when I'm asleep. Sleep forever. Right now, I don't have time to sleep. Sleep for what? Sleep for losers. And sleep for the weak. It is what it is. You know, you got to sleep. I don't hear this bullshit about. You got to sleep eight hours a day, Wes. You got to sleep 20 hours a day. You got to get your beauty sleep. 10 hours. Sleep is just so important. Sleep is so important for the body. It's so important to doctors. Everybody says it's important. You just can't function properly without sleep. Shut, shut up. That's a poor and average person that's communicating that sleep is such a necessary thing to do for people. Not for broke people. Let the rich people sleep. The broken average, you need to work. So you can make some money. Okay? You need to earn the ability to sleep. Every million that you make and every million that's in your bank account, you sleep. If you got one million, you sleep one hour a night. You got two million, you sleep two hours. You got five million, you sleep five hours. Twenty million, twenty hours. There you go. Okay? That's how you gauge how much sleep you should uh, have as an individual here. <clears throat> no, this is not TikTok. Maybe I'll start going live on TikTok as well. So I can get some gifts, some fake gifts. <laughs> gifts not even real. It's insane. <laughs> Maybe I will go live, but it'll be black as well. I sleep six to seven hours. Okay, so Princess Dana, you must have seven million dollars in your bank account. Much love. Proud of you. What's next here? What's next? Questions. Come on, I'm up. Give me a question. I'm here to answer them. Come on, let's go. You're getting older. Do you not realize that? Some of you about to be 30, 40, 50, 60. Ask the question. Because it's something that you don't know. Open up. Share the beans. Spill the beans. What's your issue? What's your problem? Why are you not making ten, dollars $100,000 a month? What's going on? What realization did you have as soon as you became a millionaire? Shit, I didn't have a realization. I realized that I wasn't broke anymore. How about? That? I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't have any realization. I just went uh, for two weeks. It was a magical moment, and then I just started buying things, and I started investing my money, and I started making more money. You have to realize something. I already knew I was going to make this money. Like I already knew I was already living my life as a millionaire. I wasn't buying things, but. I was posturing myself. I was acting like I was. I was behaving 
like I was rich. Does that make sense? I was just, I was acting that way, period. Okay. So when the money started to deposit in the bank account, I was like, well, that was expected. So it wasn't like, oh my God, this is just incredible. I can't believe. Nah. Mm -mm. I didn't have that emotion. So how you don't sleep good and look good age-wise? Because, listen, I meditate a lot, folks. You know, a lot of people say, well, Wesley, you look so young. You look so young, Wesley. Oh, my God, you look so young. Your skin is so nice. You look so young. You look so young. I get this all the time. And I appreciate that. And I know I look young. Listen, it's because I meditate. A lot of people say, oh, well, tell me your face cream. What face cream are you using? What are you using in your what are you using in your skin? What are you, listen, I'm telling you something. Okay? Yeah, I got a little facial routine. Yeah, I use great products, but let me tell you something. The meditation does it for me. Because when you allow the body to rest, the body can rejuvenate and replenish. Do you not realize that you get new skin on your face every 30 days? Every 30 days, new skin. Okay. I am always meditating. Like today, I meditated four times today. I'm allowing the body to rest. I'm allowing my body to replenish, to rejuvenate, which creates this young look, this aura. Like I'm like the light. Like when you see me, you're like, man, that's the light. That's the sun. That guy, who is that? That's somebody. Because I look like the light. Does that make sense? It's meditation. Why does thing ask me to buy a badge to get talked down to? What? I don't understand. What's next? Question. Questions for me, folks. Good job, Princess Diana. How do you keep from falling asleep during meditation? Yeah, Jordy, don't meditate in your bed. Make sure when you meditate, sit down in a seat, a chair. Okay, and sit upright. And then meditate. How many programs do you promote? And how many should I start with? Just start with one, my man. Start promote one program. How do you learn to set boundaries when you're such a naturally giving person. Also, how did you grow your Instagram following um, when already producing seven figures? How do you set boundaries? Easy. You set boundaries. With people, you mean? Honestly, I just prefer to cut people off. <laughs> it's just me. You know, I don't like, I don't have time because I have a very short patience with people. It's very short. Okay. And I don't like silly, stupid people. I just don't. I just, oh God, I just can't stand them. You know, I love everybody, but I just, I just can't do it. I can't deal. And I just prefer to cut you off. Like, I don't want to have a conversation with you. Like, hey man, y'all, I think we need to set some boundaries here. Nah, I'm just going to cut you off. I'm not going to talk to you. That's it. And I suggest all of you do that because why waste time trying to set boundaries with a person that doesn't want boundaries set? They're going to try to convince you why they don't need boundaries and why you're not being fair and blah, 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 blah. I don't want to have these conversations with people.
Okay? Period. <clears throat> Just cut them off. Anybody that you need to set boundaries with, set boundaries with, you need to cut them off. They're a problem. That's why you want to set boundaries with them. Does that make sense? Okay? And you say, how did I grow my Instagram? Um, providing value. I do giveaways. And yeah, that's it. It's organic. It's, it's pretty much organic, honestly. <sighs> Questions for me. Questions taught to me. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you need to wake up. Jesus. What are your questions here? Can you do more guided meditations with us? I will. I promise. Do you ever feel like going back to your ex at one point? Hell no. You hear me? Let me say it again. Baby asked me, do I want to go back to my ex? Hell no. Never. I don't go back. And listen, if I go back, I'm not going back because I want to be with you full time. I'm going back because I like something about you. Does that make sense? <laughs> but absolutely not. No, I'm not going back to an ex for what? Never. I would never go back to an ex in life. What's up, Sarah? I see you. see you. Yes, ma'am. You see what Sarah commented below? She said, hi, daddy. I like that. I like that. For all the women that want to date an alpha man, uh, a man that's extremely masculine, we like to be called daddy. It makes us feel good. It makes us feel fucking powerful. So call us daddy. I'm just giving you some game, women. Okay. Unless you want to continue to date better men or weak men and men that can't make a decision and men that are just broken, poor and have nothing financially at all in their lives, then cool. Do your thing. Should I start videos about my jewelry? Absolutely. Start tonight. <clears throat> What's up, Lauren? How are you? Are you doing anything with real estate? Yes. I have about 10 homes right now. And starting in the month of January, I will be in the month of January. I will be purchasing two properties per month. What was the transition point for you? And what were some obstacles you had to overcome when you first started out? The transition point for me was um, when I got fired, I'm going to be honest, when I got terminated at the age of 21 from a job that I thought I was going to work for for the next 30 years of my life. Because remember, I grew up in the hood, so no one was educating me or even advising me to be rich and successful. That was not the conversation in the hood, right? <clears throat> it's all about surviving, just getting a job and working hard. But my transition point when I became aware was at the age of 21 when I was terminated from a position that I really worked my ass off for, okay? And you had another question as well, let me see. Uh, and what were some of the obstacles you had to overcome when you first started out? 
money obstacles. Like as many times that I had to pay for gas and I had quarters. You ever looked in your car and you were looking for change to put gas in your car? I did that several times. Um, I filed bankruptcy before. Credit was shot. I've had, I've had an eviction before. Got kicked out of my apartment, literally. Like coming back home from work, a lockbox on my door. I had to sleep on the floor of my friend for like seven months. Um, I've had over 30 jobs, man. And I've been fired from most of those. Um, I've been in jail a few times. I think I showed you guys my mugshot the other night. <laughs> like, I've been through a ton of adversity. I mean, come on. Come on. I've been, I've been through it. You know, spending money, investing money, but not making money. I've joined probably every network marketing company on the planet. Not really, but most of them. And didn't make any money with these companies. Okay. So, yeah, I've been through it. I mean, sheesh. You have no idea. I mean, I've been through it. <clears throat> I've been in an accident, very bad accident, that I almost killed one of my friends. I bought a Tahoe, and I drew. And this is right after I got fired. Right after I got fired, a week late, I'm driving my Tahoe like a dummy speeding, and I turned the wrong way. I flipped it over eight times. My friend, he flew out the window. Thank God he didn't die, but he was hurt, and it was my fault. So, um, yeah, I mean, trust me, I've been through it. Okay? But I'm still standing. Hey, Lynn, how are you? As you can see here, I'm still standing. Wes, the guy that you live with after meeting him at the event when you launched 7 Day Fitness, did you speak to him in contact with him? No. You're talking about Derek. No. I don't talk to Derek for what? <laughs> nope, not at all. I told you Derek was upset at me. He was mad at me. Right? And um I think we spoke one time. But you know, he's still a little salty. I mean, I'll be salty too if I made thirty million dollars and I didn't get a piece of that. But that was his fault. It was Derek's fault. It was his fault. I begged him to get on the deal with me. I tell you, get on the deal, Derek. Get on the deal. But I thank God that I did not put Derek on the deal, and I thank God that he didn't want to be a part of the deal because he missed out on millions. And I'm sure, I'm sure he's still salty about that, but I'm like, get over that shit. It's over. All right, we're still going to be friends. But me, I'm a ruthless businessman. Insane. You know when they say, oh, business is... You gotta do, you do right by people in business. You gotta be fair. You gotta blah, 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 be an angel in business. Let me tell you something. See, this is just the side of business that you folks don't understand that exists. <laughs> you gotta be ruthless. I mean, if you wanna make some major money, you gotta be ruthless. Ruthless. With people, sometimes people will feel that you're being selfish, whatever, but <clears throat> it is what it is. It's a game, man. It's a sport. Business is a sport. Just like basketball and soccer, you got to be ruthless. Football, you got to be ready to tear that guy alive. You want to disable his ass. That's how business is. Yeah. Everybody doesn't have the stomach for it. 
Which came first that drove you and how was your mindset at that time? Desire to be wealthy or suffocating from being broke? Uh, maybe the desire to be wealthy. Excuse me. You probably didn't make enough lives. I don't understand. What do you mean? The guy in the accident, how's he doing? Oh, yeah, he's doing well. I haven't spoken to him in decades either. I don't know what he's doing with his life now. Um, but I haven't spoken to him in a decade. Listen, I told you folks, I don't talk to any friends from the... You know how you have neighborhood friends? I don't talk to none of these people. Listen, I love them from a distance. If I see them in public, hey, what's up? How you doing? You good? How's mama doing? How daddy doing? Okay, I got to go. That's it. What do you mean? What? You think I'm going to sit there and talk about old times? I don't want to talk about old times. Because old times are old times. I want to talk about new times. Okay? So, no, I don't talk to I don't talk to anybody in my neighborhood at all. I don't. I remember them, but I don't. What am I going to talk to them about? For what? We we're going to have a reunion. I don't go to reunions. That's another thing. I don't go to family reunions anymore. I don't go to school reunions. For what? Like, why don't I? First of all, I didn't enjoy high school. <laughs> so why would I go to a, a reunion? For what? I don't want to see none of those people. I love them, but I don't care. I'm living my life. Okay? Got enough on my plate. And questions. Hey, Kyle, how are you, man? Questions for me. Listen, this is a rant. I'm giving you uh, a bird's eye view of how billionaires think, man. That could be brutal, okay? <sighs> And many of you, you don't get the opportunity to see the side of millionaires sometimes because you're not close to them. Okay. So I do these rents so you can see all sides of me. Okay. Are different. Uh, what is the first step towards success? I wanted to be a star and music artist and content creator. Create content, Chris, every day. Okay. Create content every day, Chris. Before I started my YouTube, when I started my YouTube, hey, Bricky. Uh, when I started my YouTube channel, I did five videos a day every day for a very long time. Okay. What's next? I don't know. I'm just built differently, man. I'm just a beast. I'm just relentless, man. I don't know. I feel like your freedom price changes as you acquire wealth and freedom. What is your freedom price? I, what is a freedom price, bro? I don't know what a freedom price is. I'm already free. Listen, the day I left my job, I was free. Honestly. Like, not the day that I made a million. The day I left my job, when I stopped working for people, I was free. Because I didn't get up in the morning anymore. I have to get up and go to work. You know how devastating that feels to go to work? A lot of you are like, mm-hmm, Wes, I know. Yeah. Like, can you imagine doing that for 20, 30 years, getting up when you don't want to? I don't know how I did it. Uh, you know, thinking thinking back, I'm like, how did I do it for so long? Getting up, 
Gonna make sure my Dockers. I used to wear Dockers. Hate it wearing Dockers, man. Dockers. Got to make sure it's ironed properly. Got to have a nice shirt. Got to tuck my shirt in my pants. Wear some nice shoes and go to a place for eight, ten hours a day. That's insane. I can't believe I did that. Wesley, shame on you. Like, can you imagine working every day, getting up, turning the alarm clock, hitting the snooze, and driving to your job to work for a business, a company that you don't want to work for? Oh, oh, that's devastating. Okay. What's up, Meta, 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 Meta? Yeah, that's why I tell my young, my young peeps, my young guys and young girls, listen, hey, listen up, young people, get out of the rat race now, okay, get out, what I'm saying is find a way to make money other than your job, get serious, are you going to wind up just like your mama and your daddy, broke, financially broken, Always pissed off. You know why your parents are always pissed off? Because they broke. Do you not realize the brokest people on the planet are the most upset, angry people? <laughs> right? If you don't want to be like them, you better make changes now. Are you going to regret it? I'm telling you. You're going to regret it. Hey, Wes, what are the three most important habits to be a successful entrepreneur? Habits, habits. Um, meditation is one. Um, work. Work ethic, man. It's two. And educating yourself is three. Reading. Okay? Be a learner. Be a vivacious learner. Okay? Questions for me. Hey, Gomez, Andrea. Adriana, how are you? I want to be an entertainer. I want to change the world. Do it, Chris. Like It's time for you to stop wanting and start doing. Do it tonight. Create some content. Questions for me. What was your job? My job? I've had too many jobs, honestly. I've had so many jobs, folks. Okay, questions for me here. What's the first real thing start YouTube or going into business? I mean, that's kind of one and the same, right? Uh, it depends on what you're, what's exciting to you, man. I mean, you can make money with YouTube. It takes time, but I mean, hey, we can't see what I love about YouTube is you can do it at your own pace and based off how many videos you upload, it's going to determine how fast you grow. What advice would you give to your closest friends or do as a young person listening right now that only had like 20, 10 and 20 K to invest? Listen, if you got 10 or $20,000 to invest Invest in yourself. 
you know, buy books, buy courses about what you want to learn. I wouldn't take that money and think you're going to flip it. This is not, um, you know, <laughs> I mean, this is not the hood. Right? You know, I'm not going to just flip money. That's, that's not how it works. I would say invest in your education. Buy courses, depending on what business you would like to get involved with. Okay? How to pay too much forex? How how to not pay too much forex taxes? Um, you need to talk to your accountant about that. Thanks, Madamada. Appreciate you. You bought the first badge of the night. What's the name of the meditation track that you use? It's in my program, the Genie Script. Type in the Genie Script, you get access to it for thirty-seven dollars. Hey, Stacy May, how are you? Stacy May for today. Love it. Hey, Connie. Candy. Uh, Wes, how much money are you making per day uh, with from Instagram? Uh, a couple of thousand a day. So the main two you need is consistency. Absolutely. It's important to. Do you believe you got into the business at the right time? I did. Like Fat the Minister, I'm telling you something. Everything just lined up at the right time. And it was, I think it launched in the summertime. It was the best time to launch a weight loss company, honestly. Everything worked perfectly. And I, and I truly believe that came and derived from just meditating. You know, and I can't, I try my best to explain to you folks, explain to you how powerful meditation is. But until you do it for yourself, you're not going to get it, man. You're not going to understand the power of meditation. Because you won't just do it. Um, questions for me. <sighs> I'm not yawning. I was just breathing hard. Next question for me. Talk. Speak. Who wants to go live? What do you meditate on when you wake up? What techniques do you use? I just create my day. That's all I do. I just create the day. So when I'm in meditation, I just see myself at the gym. I see myself working. I see myself solving problems, making money. That's it. Okay. All right, Candy Patrice, let's go live with you. And Diana, we'll get you next. Give me those times, but you are the princess, aren't you? Good job, Chris. Wesley, how do you deal with Candy? How are you? Hi. Candy, all dressed up, looking amazing. How are you, young lady? I had to. Only the best for Wesley's live. I love it. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from San Jose, Bay Area. Oh, San Jose, California. Okay, well, how can I help? Candy? And I'm not playing here on this live. I got my notepad, which is that. filled uh, with Wesley's notes, by the way. I, I, I love that. I love that you're taking notes. You're a listener. You're teachable. I love that. I am. I just wanted to thank you so much for all the value that I get here on these lives. And 
you're so consistent and you're so faithful and it's like why like why us you know but yeah i so appreciate it so much well thank you so much i mean it's my purpose and also i know how it feels to be on the other side of the fence you know i know it's hard <laughs> and sometimes it can be uncertain and you just you want to give up sometimes and you just want to quit so i do this because i feel like especially doing this hour somebody's just ready to give up you know they're like man i just i'm just tired man fuck it so i jump online just to encourage to educate to say hey don't stop don't give up just keep going if you got to listen to this rant to keep yourself encouraged listen to it do whatever it takes it has kept me going a lot of the time honestly i don't want to be that person who claims you know i will not call it my depression you know or you know my own anything that's negative but these rants have definitely lifted my spirits a lot of the time and i and i love you for that i love you for that so much i do have wow. a, i do have a question oh talk to me give it to me okay now you are pretty adamant about focusing only on one thing yes are you okay now what do you think about like smaller smaller things on the side like teeny things like for example like i've dropped the ball a lot in my life you know started projects and just they went nowhere but like i have to do something right so my main thing that i'm like focusing on right now is just trying to get better at doing lashes the girls love lashes and I feel like that that business is going to be around for a while. Mm -hmm. But I have like tons of dresses and bathing suits that I purchased, you know, <laughs> already <laughs> lost the money. And like, I was thinking like a boutique, you know, trying to sell some things on the side. Like that's a small. Or you know what you can do? Why don't you just sell it to the girls that you're doing the lashes for? Yeah, I mean, that's your customers right there. Or they can also recommend it to other girls that might like to dress this as well. That's very smart. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're not against small, smaller. Well, you know, I'm still, I mean, you st so remember when you want to make something great and we're, we're talking about surpassing hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, eventually to see that seven figure income mark, you need to focus on one thing to be able to do that. You know, um, it's not, I don't know anybody that have made millions doing several things all at one time. Like usually people make their millions in one thing first. Then after that, you can create different companies and different things. But it's always that one thing with people always because it takes so much energy and focus to make it work make sense Makes so if sense. your last business if it's making money then you ask yourself well how can i double the income per month you know maybe you can start classes maybe you can start an online class and create and teach other women how to do it right there's so many ways you just got to think outside the box 
And right now, it's just the world is such a educational, informational, digital world. You can take your artistry or your skill level and put it online and get paid for it in the process. Make sense? Definitely. Mm-hmm. What's your next question? Sorry, I don't have any more questions. I really am the listener. I feel like everyone, I feel like you constantly answer all the good questions on the lives. Mm -hmm. You know, your daily, your daily routines and all that good stuff. And I've, I've soaked it all up. So. I love it. I love it. So what did you soak up tonight from this conversation? The failing moments are necessary. And you kind of, you really put a smile on my face tonight, too, because if I'm real, you know, so far, like, in my life, if I'm being real, like, I, I am a failure, you know? Like, I don't feel like I've accomplished anything. I mean, what is a bachelor's degree? If I told you what I got my degree in, you would hang up this live right now and never, ever talk to me again. No, we're not. Absolutely not. And you're not a failure. I majored in communications. Can you believe that? Yeah, I can. I mean, many what? people do this. Many people do this. Trust me. This is, this is not abnormal. They just, because many college students are misguided. They don't know what they want to do. They feel pressured. They got to, they got to, yeah. got to select something, right? Had the parent pushing me into college you know so it was all to just make my mom proud exactly it's okay but, you're smarter you're smarter than that now thank you and thank you for for shining light on the fact that it, it's gonna take that you should fall in love with failure and even make love to failure okay. because, exactly. you know? yeah because i want i want all of you to think about failure in a positive way we unfortunately think about failure in a negative way. Like, oh, it hurts. Oh, I really wanted this to work. Why is this? You know, I want you to feel as if you're making love to the man of your dreams. So you got to think about how would that feel if you were doing that? It would feel good, right? So that's how I want you to think about failure. <laughs> think about failure that way, right? You got to put a smile on your face. You say, no, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Let's try this again. Let's try. Let's pivot a little bit. Let's do something a little bit different. That didn't work, but let's try this now. Then failing, it will become an enjoyable process. And then when you fail and you enjoy the process, you find the needle faster. Trust me. This is my, this is my life. This is what I've done. I'm just always enthusiastic when I fail. I'm excited. I'm like, ah, oh, it's all good. Tomorrow. And it's all, to me, it's like a challenge. I and mean, I love challenges. I just love it so much, right? I love when I have this arduous problem in front of me. And I got to figure it out. I work 10 hours, 20 hours a day. I don't even care. I do whatever. Like, I'll, I'll break up with people, dump people. I don't. I would just isolate myself. And I'll figure it out. Because it's just so gratifying for me. Just to, just to solve the problem. Not even the money, just like just to solve the problem. <laughs> but it's just how my brain is wired. It's just wired that way. And how, so I, you know, usually at the top of my day, like I don't wake up feeling the best. Like I wouldn't say that I 
that I wake up super happy, you know, and I've tried, you know, starting off with meditation. And to me, meditation has been like, oh, I am visualizing, you know, what I want and stuff like that. But it's also kind of blank. And then maybe I didn't meditate long enough. Maybe that's it. Because when I get up from it, I don't know. I just feel like a blank kind of and I and it I'm not feeling too juiced, you know. So remember something about meditation. And meditation is like like the people who are brand new when they meditate, they want to get in a car and just drive it, you know. They never driven before. Never even been in a car in their life. But you know, they want to get in the car, hit the gas, and go 100 miles per hour. Well, I mean, meditation is the same way. You're going to get in that vibe. You're going to close your eyes, and, you know, you're going to think that nothing is happening. <laughs> you're going to be like, man, what am I doing here? As a matter of fact, I can't even see anything. I'm not even visualizing it. Even, even worse, I'm just seeing all these negative images. All this negative shit is just popping up in my mind. Listen, that's the process. That is, that's the entire process of meditating. Because remember, meditation means to get familiar with the mind. Most of us just have a lot of junk in our mind. There's so much junk, negativity, pain, child regression. It's just so much stuff in the mind that you never realize what's in it until you calm the mind down, close your eyes, and those thoughts would just rise up to the, uh, to the top of your consciousness. And you got to deal with it. And you deal with it by focusing on the breathing. In the beginning of all meditation, when you're brand new, just focus on your breathing. That's all you need to do for like a week. You got to train your mind to take your mind where you want it to be. Because initially, your mind wants to wander. They call it the monkey brain, right? It's all that chatter, all this, all this noise. But what you do is you take your awareness and you bring it back to the breathing. When the one is off, bring it back to the breathing. You want to get to the point that you can focus your mind on your breathing for about 20 to 40 minutes. It's the goal. You want to just, yeah, I know, right? It's, it's insane. Look, I'm going to tell you what I used to do back in the day. This is going to sound crazy. But I had to train myself. I used to lay in my bed, in, I mean, my air mattress, and I will look at, at, at a wall. Because I was training myself just to do nothing, to be still. And I will look at a wall for two hours. <laughs> it's crazy, but I'm telling you, I would do. I would look at a wall for two hours. Now, that sounds crazy. Cause you're like, how can you just look at it? Don't you get bored, or don't you want to do something? But listen, if you continue to do that, what starts to happen is time starts to dissipate. And even though it's two hours, to you, it's almost like it was 20 minutes. It's crazy. It's like when you get over the like the 20 minute and the 30 minute mark, it's like you're no longer even in the room. It's like, you know, and that's when you meditate. When you meditate repeatedly, you will begin to feel what is called pure consciousness. Pure consciousness is when you're not even thinking about nothing. You're just like in this bliss. And it feels really good, by the way. It's just like nothing is on the mind. It's like you're separated from reality, and the time goes very quickly. 
And that's where you want to be. But you will only be there by repeating meditation, like just repeating it, just, just doing it. Close your eyes, taking a deep breath. And what I would suggest to you is, Candy, do guided meditations. Like you can go on Google, I mean on YouTube, and type in Silva My Meditation. It's a guided meditation. It's 40 minutes. Same meditation I used a long time ago. I would do it three times a day. And you can use that because it's guided. Somebody talking, you hear a frequency, and you just go through it. You just you, you go through it. And you just this is you're training the mind to focus. That's what you're doing. Meditation is just training the mind to focus because you got to have the ability to focus if you want to master anything in life. Make sense? Makes sense. So yeah, if you're doing the right thing, you just got to continue to do it. Every meditation that I do, it's not always the best meditation. Like I'm not coming out feeling like a new man or a new whatever, but I do it again. And I continue to do it, but I've been doing it for 10 years now. So now it's just like a part of my routine. It's like something that has to happen for me just to be who I am or just to be the man that I am here today. Like meditation, it's just like brushing my teeth. It's just, it's a habit and it's so beneficial. And it's just so many, uh, so many benefits to doing it. And I wish I could convince everybody to do it the gal people to do it but you will only realize that power until you begin to discipline yourself and do it regardless of how you feel when you finish the meditation for the moment make sense got it got it, got it. okay before i let you go just one more teensy thing that i want to say Tell me. what what are you thinking when you are in your car and you are cheesing like crazy because look i tried it because you 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 challenged us you're like yeah. smile and don't stop smiling when you yeah. drive somewhere and i'm just in my car like and i'm like sheesh like then i start to feel a little stupid but why i, I, like I feel like i'm straining my smile think about when you're having a good conversation and you're driving in your car and somebody's making you laugh and making you feel good. Say if you talk to a boyfriend or ex-boyfriend or whatever. And you know that person that makes you feel good and you smiling. You smile the entire time doing the drive, right? Right. Because happy. Because they're making you happy. Because your son, your mama, whatever. So we already do this naturally, unknowingly. But now you're going to do it strategically. Right? And you keep the smile on your face as long as you possibly can. And of course, you're going to get tired, but you're working those facial muscles as well. Right. You're going to have those nice, you know, high cheekbones. I mean, I love doing it. I do it every morning, honestly, every day. <laughs> I just I just hold the smile. Of course, it hurts. It's painful, right? But uh, I'm thinking when I smile that way, when I put a smile on my face, I automatically start to think about things that justify the smile that's on my face i just and it's like almost impossible to feel down or depressed or sad about anything when you're doing that yeah i agree right then you start to prime yourself and then you'll start to just to be that way 
Because it's, it's a lot of people on the planet. That's how they are. They're just very happy people. All the time, they're just happy people. It's a practice. Some people just do it, um, you know, maybe because their mom was like that, their dad, father, or whatever. And some of us, like, man, I got to learn to be, I had to learn to be this way. I had to learn how to be grateful and to appreciate life and to put a smile on my face. And I didn't need a reason to do it. I did it because it's just beneficial for me. Makes me feel good. So I want you to continue to do it. Just do it. Keep keep doing it. Keep smiling. You got a lovely smile. You got a beautiful smile. So why not let the world see it? Right? Don't rob the world of beauty. Right? So put the smile on your face. You know, everybody loves a person that just feel that they're having a great day. I'm telling you, they love it. They love people. Like people love positive people. They love it. They're like, man, what's going on with you? What's what's going on with you, Candy? What's why are you so happy? <laughs> you say, well, I'm rich. And I'm grateful. Amen, Wesley. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, well great talking to you, Candy. Much love. Great evening. All right. Much love. I love you. Love you, too. Folks, that was amazing. You know, I just, I love, I love having conversations with you, you know? And I love the people who are bold enough to have a conversation with a multimillionaire. You don't have to be intimidated. You know, I know sometimes I can come off intimidating. I'm a big man, but I'm a lovable man. Okay. I'm just, I'm a man that loves humankind. I love human beings. I love people. Even though people can be very interesting, but I still love you. Right? You deserve to be heard. You deserve to understand that you're important. And you deserve for somebody to tell you that you're important. That you're great. That I know you're working. You deserve somebody to tell you that they're proud of you. And I want you to know something. I'm proud of you. All of you. Okay, I'm proud of you because you haven't given up. You're still on here. You're sacrificing. Even right now, your time to be on here with me. And I'm proud of you. And I don't want you to take that lightly. But I want you to be fucking relentless. Do you hear me? I want you to be relentless when it comes to your money, your finances, learning, educating yourself. Be relentless. Because it's going to pay off. Okay, it's going to pay off. Hey, Jackie, how are you? Be willing to do what others won't do. Hey, Tia. Do you hear me, Mitch? Be willing to do what others won't. And then you'll have the life that many people want to have. Okay? Who else want to go live here? Hey, Marissa, how are you? Tiffany Millionaire, what's going on? <clears throat> I have 100K to invest. Invest in what? What you want to invest in? I mean, if I had 100K, buy a house and rent it out. Airbnb. Wes, are you moving to Miami? 
you never know. You never know what Russia's going to do. You never know. I mean, she... tomorrow I may be in France. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Princess Diana. Sorry. I got you, princess. I got you. I see you, Trey Oates. I got you next. All right, Princess Diana. What's going on? What's going on? My mentor, my brother, my everything. What's going on, my sister? How you feeling? How you feeling? Okay, so I am uh, having an issue. I will show you a little bit the house here. Okay. Uh, it's really beautiful, has high ceilings. Uh, I did marble. I'm not moving because I lose connection. So that's the reason. I did marble, Italian marble in both bathrooms. Uh, and right now the house will be about 650,000. I have two, 208 on the mortgage. So I will be cashing most likely roughly $400,000. $400,000 in Washington state buys me just garbage. So I don't know what should I do. Buys me a house. This is 1,800 uh, uh, square feet, three garages, three bedrooms, two baths, uh, and it's uh, in a golf course. So it's really nice uh, area. I cannot afford it just on my social security. So I am, I don't know what to do, to rent it, to pay the house off and then get myself an RV or something smaller, which I can afford from my social security every month until I recover from my knee here. I re-injure myself. That, that's why now uh, I took a trainer today. I hired a trainer to show me exercise. I went to my chiropractor. Uh, I swim. So my health is number one uh, on my priority. I learned that from you because I kept putting myself uh, last on the list. So, and also you're meditating uh, every, every morning about 20 minutes. I, I am to 20 minutes right now. I feel much more mentally stable, but I am on dilemma. I don't know what to do with my home. Well, if you want to sell it and you're going to pocket $400,000, then once you just get yourself an apartment and pay per month and take a hundred or two hundred grand and put it into index funds, so you can make money on the money. I have a financial advisor. I send him an email, so I don't know what he has money. It's low interest, and I think I'm losing right now. So you said index index fund? Yeah, 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 index funds. I mean, yeah, right now they're down, but it's okay. They're gonna go back up, you know, because of the war and everything that's happening in the world. Like yeah. it's just the, it's the best time to buy right now. Trust, it's just the best time to buy. Like insanely, you should just buy. Honestly, like index funds, like Fidelity has index fund, Vanguard has an index fund. You can do your research, and they have performed very well for the past ten years. Um, but that would give you money if you will be making, you know, fifteen to twenty percent. Um, my 40,000 right now doesn't give me nothing. I don't know in what he, he sent me a portfolio, but I don't know what he invested in because the market goes up and down, up and down, and uh, I'm losing. I need to look into, but I trust the man. He's from our church, and uh, it's a huge church, and he has been doing this for a long time. So you suggest to uh, just sell the house, invest the 400,000, and then buy when the market goes down. I'm afraid that the government, our this government here, I came from a communist country, you know that, right? So mm -hmm. all these signs right now that I see is bringing me the 
experiments from Ceausescu era in the 80 when I was in Romania. So I'm kind of skeptical. I don't like the what's going on in our country. And I've been here more than 25 years. So um, this is my country more than Romania. In Romania, I was a microbiologist and I was wealthy. So I never had a money problem. But here it's different. So I, I just don't want to. I am 61 year old and I'm thinking, you know, to go to study for a gemologist in San Diego. But this house I had at the last year rented. And, you know, I shared before. And I lost $40,000 because the renter didn't uh, pay me. So, um, I don't know. I just don't want to go through that pain again. It's way too much. Way too much. Yeah, just take your time then. Well, don't don't sell. I mean, if you're not, if you don't need to sell, don't. You know. I cannot afford, yeah, I cannot afford to stay in the home just in my social security. So, most likely, I need to pray and think about if I rent it, I make every month about 1000 but I will rent it through a, a property management company, not private, like I did it before. Right. That's if another I, thing, no. too. You can just rent it out, right? And get yourself an apartment or a condo or high rise. Right? <laughs> you know, when I meditate right now, it's funny. When I meditate right now, I see myself in Hawaii. I smell the air and the breeze that comes down. I see myself swimming in the swimming pool and then I see myself having a partner and my jewelry shop attached to the house. Isn't that funny? Well, look, there you go. <laughs> well, move to Miami. I mean, move to Hawaii. Sell your house, take that 400K. You can get a lovely house for like 200,000 in Hawaii. Uh, in Big just... Island, yeah, but in Ma uh, Maui, now. Oh, you want to be in Maui, huh? Yeah, uh, very simple, for sure. <laughs> in Maui, I have to start my company. I need to go to San Diego. I will not, not it. If it's if I walk there, I will go to San Diego to become a gemologist and a jeweler. I have so much. I cannot move because I lose the satellites here connection. If I move, I had uh, I make jewelry, but uh, I am not progressing yet uh, into. I need to take it kind of slowly right now. So this season. It's for me to make my priority and plan my future, but plan in a way to don't crumble back on me. Do you follow what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, because I was taking advantage uh, through my short marriage and all that stuff, and I don't want no relationship. I'm all about uh, money and focus and business, and I change so much. You make me so much mature. You make me the microbiologist that was in Romania, man. Nothing can stop that woman. That, that woman needs to come back. And you helped me to bring her back. Oh, thank you I so much. I just love bad. you so much. I just love you so much. You, you. I love my pastor that you are, uh, you are above him. Let's say that. And that, that, wow. that, means, I, that means. I love you so too, much. Princess Diana. You, you've been following me for a very long time. You've probably been on my live more than anybody. And I've seen your progression, and I love you dearly. And I'm always going to be here, always. I'm going to watch you progress. Just don't I'm don't give up on us, please, because we don't have that many people that, you know, uh, actually tell us how it is, you know. And uh, I don't make friends easily because I don't associate with losers. So I have few friends, selective friends, and I have connection. But you you are my line, my line of success. You are my, my inspiration, and... It means so much to me. 
Don't worry, I'm not going and anywhere. I adore, I adore your daughter. I adore your family. Even my kids and my grandson, uh, it's 11. And he said, you are listening to that guy that's really, really smart. When I visit them, I said, yes, I listen to Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> and he that's said, so Nuni, Nuni, Nuni means Buni, Grandma in Romania. He said, you have been in life. You are successful. You are a movie star. I said, no, 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 Nuni just learned. So I want you to don't give up on, on us, okay? I won't. Never, never. And I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, Francis. Okay, God. thank you so much. Thank, thank, you, thank you. you. I love you. Love you <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love it. You know, it just... Whew. Let me tell you something, folks. I'm not a crybaby. I don't cry, but, you know, sometimes you just don't know the type of impact that you're having on people. And it just makes me feel so good that, because, you know, I'm going to be very honest with you. Like, I just, I really want people to get it. Like, honestly, I want you to get it that you can do what you want. Like, you can. You can do it. You know, I know it feels that you can, but you can. Like, you can dream and you can take a chance. You really can. And that's just my that's my thing. I want people to just uh, just go for it, right? And I'm going to continue to do this because even I have to be get I have to get better. You know, I have to be a better communicator. I got to be uh be able to articulate better to you and give you examples and metaphors and analogies to get you to really understand that the life that you believe is just so far is very possible for you to have. Yes, it's going to take some work. Yes, it's going to take some some sacrifice. But it's worth it. Okay? It's worth it. Who am I going live with? I think Trey Oates was next here. And I love me some Princess Diana, man. That lady is so amazing she is what's next here uh <laughs> she did say losers she don't hang around with lo listen princess diana she don't hang around losers at all if you hang around losers, you're gonna become a loser i mean that's obvious that's common sense right who wants to be around a loser Okay, no one, only the losers want to be around losers. Is that not the truth or what? Uh, Nathia, how are you? All right, let me go live with Trey Oates here. I got you, my guy. Uh, how do I go live? Mr. What's going on, Trey? How are you doing, Mr. Wesley? I'm doing well. Are you still looking at those Lamborghinis? You know, I man, listen, I just went this Saturday with my kids. Oh, I love it, man. Every, every day, I, every day I go. Every Saturday I go. I go every Saturday. They love it, too. Oh, yes, they do. Of course. They love it. They, like, one of the best things I can I can do for my kids, because I know they're going to be great. I know they are. Absolutely, man. They will be. So talk to me. What you got for me? Okay, Wes. So, um... I'm finna go ahead and do five videos after I'm done alive with you. Okay. Um, but now I just have a few questions, man. So listen, so I've been, 
I've been meditating, right? So every day yeah. I wake up and meditating. So for the, uh, I just want to say for the girl, that girl that you was on live with the first time about the eyelash thing, uh -huh. she can, I, I just want to say this, she can make money, man. All she need to do is find somebody to model on Instagram, somebody that's doing real good on their eyelashes. Like that's how I'm making money right now, Wesley, because I follow one of your methods. I'm making money on Instagram now because of you. Um, oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, I made like two days ago, three days ago, like fifteen hundred. Crazy. Ooh, there you go. Man, Jeez. I'm proud of you, man. man you working, Trey. I know you're working. Man, listen, I, I have to. I have to. And and it wasn't coming in at first, West. It was at first it wasn't, I swear. I right. had to meditate. I was I started meditating like waking up every day like I I just focused on the breathing. I wasn't focusing on like the things I just focused on. Exactly. Can you can you tell and communicate to all the listeners right now that I, I like what you just said, Trey. He was focusing on the breathing. You have to understand something about the intention. If you keep thinking about it so much, yes, then it's like you're thinking as if it's not happening. But when you just let it go and say, hey, you know what? It's done. And I'm not thinking about it. Then it is. it just happens naturally, does it yeah. not? Cause at first I was doing what she was doing. I was think I was just I was just trying to like meditate, think about okay, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And I said, all right, let me just focus on the breathing first. And then when I started doing that, it just started everything just started like changing. Like I pay my rent this month with, with the Instagram money. I just there <laughs> <laughs> you go. Exactly. <laughs> Imagine when you start doing it every day, making fifteen hundred. That's forty five grand a month. Man, listen, that man, that's what I'm. That's that's the next thing I'm trying to do. I'm trying to I'm trying to get to the, I'm trying to get to that point now. Like okay, this come this this money coming in okay, and I got the YouTube money coming in now too. So, you know, uh, that's pretty you know amazing as well too. Beautiful so damn brother, I'm proud of you. Yeah, man. Uh, I just want to say, man. Uh, I just thank you, man. I just thank you, and for, for anybody that's watching this live, man, his methods work. Like it works. You can't be negative on yourself. I promise you can't be negative. Just when you be negative, that's when negative things come to you. That's when, you know, um, things like just ain't coming. So I just want to tell that girl, that girl, she's a, she has a very beautiful smile that she can go. I'm telling you, she can go on Instagram and go to whoever, like, whoever. This, I learned from your method. So you told me this is how I started doing it. I'm going to just say it. So this is what you said. You said model somebody on Instagram that that, that you want to make money and modeled them. So I made another Instagram. Okay. And uh, on one of your videos, you just, this is like maybe like two, three, like, maybe like four, five months ago, I made an Instagram. Okay. And you said, and you was on, the, on just following all the notes on the, on the video on YouTube. And you said every day, just go on somebody like, somebody that you want to model and follow, follow every day. So that's what I did. I did that. Yeah. I did what you said. Every day I just follow, follow. Even over times money wasn't coming in, I was like, man, this this is gonna work. It's gonna work. Okay, it's gonna work. I'm already doing my I'm already doing my five videos a day from YouTube. Okay, yeah. doing that for Wesley. So I'm I'm gonna get this Instagram because I need to make some money. Like I need to make some bread. <laughs> right, of course. And, uh, that's what I just started doing every day, and and I started meditating, and the meditative work, and then like I pay my rent two months with the Instagram money. <laughs> Talking about boy, don't that feel good, man? Oh my God, that's a stress reliever, man. Like, I know. And see, it, it's always 
refreshing, Trey, when everything that you're doing, and then when you get that, it's just like when you get that light, you see it, it just happens. You're like, damn, it's working. So now your brain knows that it's possible because you actually got the material equivalent. So now you got to think about what's next. Yes, that's how, the next. Right, and how quickly it's going to come. Because now you got to believe that you can bring in $1,500. So if you can bring in $1,500, why can't you do it per day? Per day, yes. That's okay. You read my mind. That's, that's man, listen, my mind been racing. And Wesley, I don't, I haven't, well, I'm, I'm telling your viewers, but I haven't, I don't, I haven't told nobody, I haven't told nobody anything like nobody. I just keep everything to myself because, I mean, I'm not yeah. rich yet. I, I am going to be rich, but I'm just making a little money now. But I know, like, great things are supposed to happen to me. Good things are supposed to happen to me. I say that every day. Every keep day. Keep saying it, brother. Keep saying it. Every day. But Keep saying it, bro. You're yeah, man. It's, it's, it. it's, it's money out here. It's money out here, Wesley, because, hey, I mean, a lot. Ain't no more 2022 Lamborghinis. So people making money. It's sold out. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. Those Euros, they no, sold out. You got to, they like 350 now, $300,000. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, people making, people are making a ton of money right now. A lot of money. It's a lot crazy. Of money. A lot of money. Yeah. But Wesley, but Wesley yeah. Man, I just want to say, man, listen, um, just keep just keep putting out the contact, man, because it's a lot of people that's struggling right now. It's a lot of people that that really, you know what I'm saying, that can't make any money, that's that's struggling. Just just keep putting out the contact, man, because I will. Helps. I will. It, it really yeah, man, I know. I know, man. I know people need it and and that's why I'm here, man. I'm here for anybody that that feel that they want to be a part of the three percent, you know, despite where they are. Your situation financially, your demographical location, right. don't matter. You know, I'm here to give people not just hope, but to educate them. Cause that's that's the key. It's education, man. You got to learn something. You got to master something. And when you do that, then uh, the outcome that you want, it doesn't. It happens uh, very quickly for you. Right. But I'm proud of you, Trey. Man, keep doing your thing, brother. Man, most definitely, man. I love you, Wes, and I'm going to be pulling up on you soon, man. So it's Pull time. up, brother. Pull up in the Lambo. Clearing <laughs> something. <laughs> Much love, brother. Love you as well. Peace. Peace. Yeah. So let me tell you a little bit about Trey Elty. I think he lives in Houston as well. And so Trey, every once in a while, he tags me in videos of him with his son working out with his son at the Lamborghini dealership. And he'd been doing this for months. And now he had a breakthrough. Um, you know, he just made $1,500. $1,500. And he'd been meditating. And le listen, folks, you know, when you just, if you just do it, what I'm asking you to do, like meditate, visualize, dream bill if you would just do it i promise you like do it for three months if you would just do it you can't imagine what's going to happen in your i mean telling i've had people just transform their lives just by doing it you know you don't even have to believe it 
you don't even have to believe it's going to work. Like, you don't have to believe in gravity. But if you jump off a building, we know what that looks like. It's not about belief. You just do it. Just I'm telling you, just do it. That's all you got to do. Because by doing it, you will naturally create the belief to support exactly what you're doing. It's just how it is. If I put you in China in six months, you're going to speak Chinese, even if you don't want to. Because if everybody speaks Chinese, it's just it's inevitable. Does that make sense? What's up, Blue Strip? What's next? Any more questions for me? Mara Vibes, how are you? So, folks, I've been on here for how long? I did two hours for you. Are you happy? You appreciate that? You just let me know what millionaire, what multimillionaire that you know that is spending two hours on a live with their followers every night. Let me know. Put their names below. Tag them. Nobody. Nobody. Sexy intelligence. Do you have any books that you suggest? Um, <sighs> How to Win Friends and Influence People. Get that book. I'm about to start an Airbnb next week, and I'm so nervous. Help Wes, do it. Tia, do it. You got this. Do it. The worst thing that can happen is it doesn't work out. So what? Do it, girl. You got this. Come on, Tia. Make it happen. What inspired you to develop your ideals for your businesses? Because um, I didn't want to be average, honestly. You know, if you want to know my real answer, I just didn't want to be average. I'm going to be honest. Okay? I I didn't want to be average, man. I just, I, I didn't want to be like everybody else. You know, just average. Uh, it's just nothing average about me. I'm a fascinating man. That's why I'm a man that's loved by hundreds of millions of people on the planet here. Because I just don't want to be average, man. So, to me, the struggle and the sacrifice of running a company and the hard work and the long nights, to me, is worth it just not to be average. Make sense? Like, I, I, I can't be an economy, you know, bored in a plane. I cannot fly economy. I just can't. I can't. Do you understand that? I cannot fly economy. Even now, I need a private jet. I don't need to be in first class anymore. That's just, I just, I don't want to do that. I need to roll up to the plane and just get on when I feel like it. Like, I can't stay in a hotel that's not five-star, period. I just can't. Does that make sense? I just cannot. Average people can because they don't care. They're like, ah, I don't care about the hotel. It's just two-star. I don't care about the bed bugs and the roaches. It's not a big deal. No soul seats. Who cares? It's stinking here. But, you know, we're going to be out there drinking anyway. Nah. Like, I cannot. I have to be in a five-star hotel. You understand that? I got... Listen, every hotel that I visit, I have to have a butler. I have to have somebody that's going to unpack and pack my luggage. Period. 
I just can't, man. I can't wait in lines. Like if I'm going, to, if I'm going anywhere, club, restaurant, I'm not waiting for nothing. I don't wait in lines ever. Average people wait. You heard that? I just made a sale. I don't wait. I don't want to wait. I never will wait. I don't wait for anything. I get what I want. I mean, you asked the question. That's why. I I just I can't be average, man. I can't drive an average car. Hey, it's nothing wrong with a Ford Focus. Nothing wrong with a Honda Accord. <sighs> it's nothing wrong with a Ford Fusion, Sentra, uh, a Neo, Zio, whatever these cars are. But I can't drive that. No, I cannot. It's too slow. It's boring. I can only drive a luxurious car. That's it. Luxury car. That's it. That's all I can drive. Supercars and luxury cars. Period. I, I just can't drive other cars. I just cannot. I, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'll leave that for the average people. And it's okay. I let the average people do it. They can drive it. They can enjoy it as well. Nothing wrong with it, but I can't do it. Does that make sense? What would you do differently now, knowing what you know and given the opportunity? Well, I would have read more earlier in my 20s. I would have read more books in the field of self-development. I would have took it seriously. I would have been a voracious reader because I've realized over the years how impactful reading is and knowledge, because knowledge is the precursor to experience. The more knowledge an individual has, well, they're equipped and ready for the experience. So you'll be ready for the challenges and the difficulties of life based off reading. That's the key, I'm telling you, just reading. Reading books, okay? That's what I would have did differently. I would have read more earlier. I probably had a billion dollars in my bank account if I started at the age of 21. Once you go black, you you can't go back. That's the truth. You're right. You're right about that. Ain't nothing better than a black man, huh? Ain't nothing better than a black, intelligent man. Nothing better than a black, intelligent, good-looking man. Nothing better than a black, intelligent, good-looking man that can communicate. <laughs> How do you encourage innovative ideals? How do I encourage them? You mean for us? What do you mean by encourage them? To you? To myself? I mean, that's what I'm doing here, but I don't, I don't recommend you be innovative if you haven't made your first million yet. You know, I I would just model something else that is doing well first. Do you follow Billy Carson? I don't know who that is. And apparently I do not. Isn't that the talk show host, Billy Carson? What's up, sexy spirits? How are you? How do you normally spend Thanksgiving? Um, either with my children. That's it, my children, honestly. 
this year. I guess Thanksgiving will be. I don't know. I don't think this year I'm going to spend it with my children because they're getting older now. I think DH is going to spend it with her boyfriend's mom. And my other kids, I don't know what they're going to do, but, you know, I think Halloween, they want to, David and Denaya, they want to come out here, so we probably going to go to some hunting houses. So, of course, Daddy going to get some VIP tickets because we're not waiting in lines. I don't wait in lines. So, um, yeah. Just hang out, probably. Or maybe we'll pick, take a trip somewhere. I don't know. Maybe we can take a trip to somewhere. I, I don't know. You know, I'm always willing to get on the plane and get out of here. And see, that's what above average people do. Above average people, they can go whenever they feel like it. They can just leave. But like on Thanksgiving, I don't want turkey. I want ribs, beef ribs. And some Zumo sausages. <laughs> what do you think of email marketing? I think it's great. I do it every day. Well, well, actually, I don't. I should, but it's a ton of money. Does it get harder maintaining a good relationship when you get richer? You mean with a woman? Or just friends? VST, if you can be a little bit more specific. Do you have a mentor? If so, in what ways? Have they influenced or encouraged you? Yeah, I have a mentor. His name is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. I'm my own mentor. Yeah, I mentor myself. I don't need a mentor at this point. Honestly, I really don't. It doesn't mean I don't listen to other people. Like, I listen to Les Brown, Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins, Deepak, Bob Proctor, whatever. Right? But I don't need a mentor. I don't need a person to tell me what I need to do in my life or how to start a business or how to do blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I don't need it. I'm my own mentor. And I must say, I'm mentoring myself very well. Not only have I created wealth, I've sustained it for a very long time. How can I be successful in email marketing? Email offers that convert every day. That's it. Oh, with a woman? It's a hard being in a relationship with a woman. Mm, yeah, it is. I guess at this point, women that I date, they want me to be monogamous, right? And I get it. Every woman wants a man to be monogamous. But I'm in my prime. You know, if I'm going to be honest with you, listen, can I be honest? I'm not going to be politically incorrect. So listen, just listen. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm in my prime right now, folks. And um, which means I want to do what the fuck I want to do, right? I want to be whatever woman. Whatever woman I choose to be with is my business, and I'm going to be with her, period. Okay? You know, if it's one, two, three, four, five, six, one, whatever. Right? Um, it is what it is. And I know women hate to hear this. They just want men to... Be faithful, loyal people, blah, blah, blah. I get it. I know, I know that's your desire. And I'm not saying it's impossible. But I want you to understand something about a man, ladies. I was sharing this with a young lady today, and I'm going to share it with you. And I want you to live in, listen very close 
And I don't want you to be emotional. I want you to be very objective on this topic here. When a man seeks wealth, there's a lot of men that want to be wealthy. There's a lot of men that want to make millions of dollars. A lot of men that want to drive fancy cars and go fancy places. But only a small percentage of men would ever live this life. Very small. Okay? It's a very small percentage of men that's going to make a million dollars or have a million dollars in their bank accounts. Okay? Which means is, Anish, I got you in a second. Which means is, a man works his ass off to be rich. It is hard. And see, I don't think women understand it because obviously women are not rich. Some women are, right? But I think the women that are rich, they do understand it, right? It's hard. So when a man reaches that level of finance, okay, when he can buy whatever he wants, he can give, he can go whatever restaurant, he can just do whatever, right? Because money is not a problem for him. I believe you should let a man enjoy his life, okay? Because obviously, listen, I'm not saying that a man becomes rich only because he wants options and he wants to date and have all types of women. But it is part of it, okay? That's every man. The men that like women, okay? I'm not talking about the men that like men. I'm talking about the men that like women. Typically men, almost all of them, they want it because... They want all the things. They want the popularity because they want access to more women. And they want to test them out. They want to see how that is. If I want to be very honest with you, because women are beautiful, man. Some women are gorgeous. Right? You're like, God, dang, I want to, man, I wonder how that is. And, you know, some women, you have to have a certain type of status. It is what it is. You know, unless you're just a super gorgeous man, right, <laughs> or... You just got game out of this world. You can get any woman you want. But even some women, you ain't going to get them unless you just have some money. It is what it is. And it makes it easier. Does that make sense? When you got some money, it makes it easy for you to acquire women that you really want. Not the ones you settle for. So women, you have to understand this about men when they make their money. First, it was difficult. It's very hard to do it. Almost impossible to make millions of dollars. So you should let that man have a little fun. It's no big deal. I mean, at the end of the day, if that's if that man says you're my main, just be his main. You're gonna get all the benefits and the perks. And listen, eventually a man is not gonna want that all the time. Especially if you allow him to do what he wants to do. But if you stress him out, give him pressure and think about he's cheating on you all the time, man, that's not gonna be a service to him. He's gonna like, man, you don't get it. And I get it, women. You don't like that. I understand. This type of conversation is very delicate with women. And they want men just to be loyal and faithful, even though they got millions and millions of dollars, even though they are part of the 3%. When you're a part of the 3%, you got every woman on the freaking planet that wants you. If they see you driving a car that they dreams, Rolls Royce. Listen, a Rolls Royce is just not a man's dream car. It's a woman's dream car, too. If you're driving it, she's she looking at you like, damn, who is that? 
I mean, so you have to understand that woman, okay? Women, men, they want to get access and they got access because they made a million dollars. It's their ticket to get access to different women because they want to experiment them. You know, you got all types of women on the planet. You got Asian women. You got Latinas. You got black women. You got Indians, Pakistan. You got Marat. It's so many French women, Greece women, Greek women. Right? And I'm not saying that this man needs to try every woman on the planet here, but he wants to. If I want to be honest with you, you know, I'm going to share things that men would never tell you, but a man, he wants to. He wants to try and taste it all as much as he humanly can. And I think if he becomes a part of the 3%, I think he should be allowed to do it. That's just my thinking, okay? I think he should be allowed to have a little fun. Come on. He worked his ass off. Let him have a little fun. That's his trophy. Why do you think he's getting all the cars and the homes? Not just, I mean, I'm not saying it just because of you, but you part of it. Because we know that women like stuff like that. Of course, we do too, but women love it too. And certain type of women, you get access You get access to certain type of women, a different caliber of women when you have that lifestyle. So women, if you got you a millionaire man, be calm, man. Don't stress that man out, okay? Don't showcase your insecurities too much because he's going to let you go, all right? And if not, if you can't deal with it, get out. Just get out. Go back to the little beta man that you used to. Go back to that man that just works your job at the bank. It's not a big deal. Go back to the man that just just have a, just a regular nine-to-five job, regular normal life. It's not a bad life, but it's probably not a life of a millionaire. But, you know, you're probably not going to travel as much as you used to. You're probably not going to get random gifts anymore, right? <laughs> I was, I mean, probably not, but, hey, if you can deal without that, it's not a big deal. I mean, you know, it's okay. It's okay. All right, what's next? Somebody wanted to go live with me. Wes, what values are you committed to? I know you mentioned work ethic, but what else? I'm committed to my body, my physical health. I'm committed to my mentality, my mindset. I'm very protective of the people that I'm around. I'm very protective of what I see and what I do and what I read and what I don't read or, or what I watch. Okay? Somebody wanted to go live. And, uh, who was that? Yeah, see, exactly, Tiffany. Tiffany, I love you. Tiffany says, let that man live. He deserves it as long as he's taking care of home. Exactly. That's what I've been preaching. Exactly. My God, women, let your man li Listen, if your man making a million dollars, he got you in his badass house, badass penthouse, he bought you the car of your dreams, you got a cup of cardio braces on your wrists and Whatever, you know, he bought, you know what I mean? He just take care of you, make you feel good, look good, take care of every financial problem you can ever think of. Let that man have a little fun. Come on. As long as he's taking care of home, relax. Hey, as long as he's protecting himself, 
You're not being foolish. Relax. I'm glad Tiffany agreed with me. Why have you chosen Miami as your next city to live in? I mean, come on now. Do we got to talk about that? We already know why man is the spot. <laughs> I'm not sure yet. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking right now. You know, have so many options. Oh, yeah, Anish. My guy, Anish. Let's talk about it. It's the new million three. Anise, what you doing, man? What's up, Wes? I went to the uh, Astros game with Cheaplex today. We sat next to the owners. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, you it's guys tough. are too rich. That's why. Yeah. No, it's, it's funny because I dropped a good amount of money on tickets, and Cheaplex started freaking out. And I said, I, I got that Wesley Virgin money. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, man, you guys didn't even invite me? That's cold, man. That's wrong. Hey, uh, <laughs> next game. We'll go. That's all good. I don't go to baseball game. They're boring to me. Hey, we, the way we sat, we had a buffet and everything. It was nice, man. Oh, of course, man. So what are you up to, man? I heard that you, you had to let your lady go, man. Yeah, I'm going through a little rough breakup right now. But that's why I appreciate what you were just saying about women, because I feel like I wasn't appreciated. So I exactly. feel like I'm part of the 3% of the population, just as you were saying. But... You know, uh, she comes from a rich family, so she doesn't appreciate She's not paid by the money. Exactly. Because exactly, she grew up that way. Absolutely. So I mean, you met her once, right? Yeah, I did. I did. I mean, she's she, a lovely she's a cool girl. She's a cool girl, but yeah, uh, I guess I'm ready to hit the market again. So all of Wesley Virgin's followers, just letting you know I am on the market. Uh, yeah, so my guy, niece is on the market. He's a... Very handsome man. He has a ton of cars. and I got I mean, a couple you, you cars. Still, you still yeah. got your Ferrari, man. Anisha, yes, still, sir. Yes, sir. Still rolling in the red Ferrari. This man, he's a digital market as well. He's in the internet space. And you yes, know, what, what advice would you give some of the followers? Because, you know, they don't know. Like, you're a millionaire. Some, sometimes people think that millionaires don't come to my rent. they just quiet, right? But what advice would you give all these new entrepreneurs out here if they want to make a million dollars? Number one, don't have a ceiling. Think to the moon. Because if you start boxing yourself, if you start thinking, I can only do this, I can only do that, you're never going to make it. But if you start thinking, I can make a million dollars, I can make $2 million. I was also saying this on the chat. Being a millionaire these days with inflation and shit, it's not all that like I think three million is a new millionaire, to be honest. But never think I can only make this much. Shoot yourself to the moon, and you will probably do it. But if you start boxing yourself, you're not going to do it. Like people go to college and think I want a hundred k job, I want a hundred fifty k job. That's that's what they want. But if you start thinking on a bigger level. I think it's all about mentality, and that's why I love watching your Instagram updates, your videos, because it's pure motivation. And if you start thinking big, then you're going to accomplish big. If you start thinking small, like, I want to do this, I want to make 100K, you're never going to make it. But, I mean, when I started out, and uh, I don't know if you know Rish, he's one of my good friends, but he 
always told me, why do you make a little bit of money and get happy with yourself? You need to think bigger. You need to think bigger. You need to do more. You need to do more. So everyone out there watching, you got to do more and never limit yourself. If you limit yourself, you're, you're cheating yourself at the end of the day. And that's the biggest way you could cheat. So. Exactly. So what advice would you give the people that want to get in our business, the internet game, the digital market? A lot of people, they want to do what I'm doing online, what you're doing, but how would you advise them to get into the internet space? Find the new traffic source. Cause this past year I made a lot of money on TikTok. If you hit these traffic sources while they're new and up, like I made my first money with Facebook and right. now it was TikTok. But if you find these new traffic sources and learn how to do PPC ads, that was my bread and butter at least. But, um, if you guys can mark, you don't even have to own a product. Uh, especially with COVID and all that right now, I have done e-commerce before, but there's different things that are profitable. It's not always going to be e-commerce. It's not always going to be this. It's not always going to be that. Sometimes you don't even have to own the product. You can just be the middleman and make a shit ton of money. Um, and that's the beauty of the internet, because if you own a physical retail business, you are restricted to who comes in your store. But if you market on the internet, you have the scalability of millions of dollars. And that's one of the beauties of the internet that I really like. Um, I mean, I like real estate too, but the internet game, I think it's a game changer. I think whether it's ClickBank or whatever, if you guys want to get started, you just got to put your foot forward and just do it. You can't make excuses. You can't do this. You can't do that just do it try it and every time something goes wrong figure out why it went wrong and then fix it because mistakes are the best way to learn exactly and another thing is you guys don't know that anise has a lot of property as well as an investor and congrats i know you got yourself some airbnbs there and being very versatile with your money, man. Proud of you doing your thing. Hey, you you taught me well, but yeah, I'm, uh, I I got a property in East Downtown. I'm putting up on Airbnb. I like to make internet money, and then I like to reinvest in real estate. And I think that's what you did, Wes. But uh, I did, I did. And the good part about real estate is just reoccurring income. Like, I know, just pass. It's just easy money. It, it's, it's mailbox money. Especially when you got Chetplex running your portfolio, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just it just makes life so much easier, right? Wes, let's 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 go to the next Astros game. All right, man. I guess I go, man. I hate, man, I hate that. You know, I've never been to an Astros game. In I my think life. you will like the way that I sit. It's equivalent oh. to port side. Oh, I already know. You're going to be VIP. Well, I just yeah. let me know, and I'll, I'll – I'll I think next get... game is Thursday. I'm going to Vegas Friday, but I think next game is Thursday. But this th – oh, next Thursday? Yeah. Can we take your McLaren out? Take the McLaren. Well, what chip let's go sit? Well, we ain't taking chip. We'll, we'll take Chip. You know, Chip gonna Chip gonna feel a certain way. I man. made Chiplex drive today. I was like, look, I'm <laughs> but hey, we're driving. Chiplex see though. me and you hanging. He gonna be like, I'm like what? <laughs> 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 ah, 
you know, she had, she's had a birthday too. But yeah, man, we you know, I take the Rolls Royce. I take the colors, man. Special occasion, man. Well, let's do it. I let's take the rolls up, man. We'll we'll go up to the game and, you know, make a little public appearance. Yeah. I, that's that's how I see it. so we we sat with the owners today. It was nice. Um, really? Yeah. I think you'd like it too. Did we win? We we won. It was a walk off in the ninth inning. It was oh, hell of a game. I mean, Astros I don't think probably. you'd like going to a baseball game, but I think if you went the way that I went, you would like it. Probably so, because when I go to basketball games, I got to be on the floor. I mean, you like the Lexus Lounge at Toyota Center? Yeah, you know, I've been there as well, but as long as I'm on the floor, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll link up, brother. I'm glad you joined the live, man. I, I think you got a couple of ladies that are reaching out to you. So follow my guy, Nish. <laughs> you see him, man. He's a single millionaire available. So, I'm hey, listen right now. Yeah, ladies, you got to treat him right. You better treat him like a king or he going to let you go. You know what I say? <laughs> Every woman that wants to be treated like a queen, the man deserves to be treated like a king. Absolutely. Yes, sir. You got that right. Well, I'm all about the men too movement. There you go. The men too movement. <laughs> I love it. All right, brother. We'll talk soon. All right. Hey, we're going to Astros game Thursday, all right? Wait, wait, next Thursday, right? Not this Thursday. No, no, this Thursday. This game This two. Thursday. Yeah. Wow, man, I'm working on this project. Kind of been oh, out of hey, hey. reach. Re huh? You like to have some fun. I like to have some fun. Let's go ahead and have some fun. I already know. All right, we'll reach out to him, man. We'll make it happen. All right. All right, later. Yes, sir. All right. So, folks, just in case you thought, that millionaires don't join this live. Oh, they join it. They just don't talk. They just listen. Because, one, they don't want you reaching out to them. Like, don't reach out to a niece trying to beg him to teach you how to run ads, okay? He's not going to teach you. It's not. You got to do the work, just like you just said. Do the work. Failure, pain, just a part of the process. It is what it is, you know? You might as well realize that that's just what it is. It's tough. But to me, it's fun. Um, what's next year? Uh, somebody asked me about marriage. What do what I think about marriage? Uh, yeah, I said, look, can you help me with my Airbnb? Come on, folks. Listen, that's why a lot of millionaires that follow me, they don't go live or they don't let you know that they're here because, well, they don't want you reaching out to them and bugging them, okay? You got to do the work, young people. Now, if you're willing to pay them, if you want to pay in these $20,000 to learn, then I'm sure he'll take the money. But um, we're not going to train our mentor for free. This is free, but this is it. Yeah, my YouTube videos are for free, but any mentorship for me personally is it's very expensive. Um, I would rather you just join a lot. Hey, Erica, Brittany, how are you? Any more questions for me? It's 326 in the morning here. Um, I think somebody asked me about marriage. So, you know, my thoughts on marriage, I just don't see the benefit, honestly. At this moment, maybe in 10 years, I change my perspective. I'm not sure. But right now, I just don't see the benefit. I don't see what's the purpose of being married to anyone i mean i can just be with a person without being married 
Um, I get it. Women want the whole party. I think marriage is more for the woman than a man. But the problem is just not the best business decision. You know, make sure you definitely have a prenup and a postnup, you know, as it relates for the money. You should always do this regardless. Always have a prenup, man. Just do it. Just ingrain it in your mind. And if any woman that doesn't want a prenup, she is not the one for you because she shouldn't care. Okay. But yeah, marriage, I'm not getting married anytime soon. Maybe when I'm 60, I don't know. Until, you know, my, my thoughts on marriage is if I ever do it, it'll be just something just to check off my bucket list. Okay. How much to be mentored? $50,000 an hour. And no, I'm not kidding. Wes just got the tickets. <laughs> you just got the tickets already, Anish. My God. We'll talk to Chup, and I guess we'll make it out there. If not this week, next week for sure, Anish. <sighs> All right, last person go live here. If you want to go live, if not, I'm going to go ahead and close the call. I'm going to close here. Wes, I just dropped 4K. That's it? Just 4K? I thought it was going to be at least 30K. What can a woman offer a successful man and vice versa? What can a woman offer a successful man? That's a good question. I like that. I like questions like that. That's a woman that's willing to learn. Because, you know, believe it or not, a lot of women don't know how to treat a successful man. Because many women, their dad wasn't successful. Their parents wasn't successful. So they don't know how to do it. You know, if your dad was successful, you probably know kind of what you're doing. Or honestly, women that did have a successful dad, um, well, successful men, they don't tend to gravitate towards. If they do, they don't put up with this bullshit. I'm be honest with you. It, just, it is what it is, right? Because she already she's she's not really fascinated by those things, so it's not gonna work with her. But listen, women. It's the first thing you could do as it relates with a successful man to keep his attention so you can be the one that's selected. Okay? Successful men, we love. Write this down, women. Women, listen up. This is for you. This is for any woman that want a rich man, successful man, a wealthy man, right? Which I know you all want it. So I'm going to teach you. And don't get upset on what I'm about to say. Don't get emotional. Just learn. Have an open mind and relax and just let me teach you on what you need to do to get that successful man. One, successful men, we love positive women. Let me say it again. Successful men love positive, happy women. We don't want no angry person. We don't want no bitter, argumentative, crazy person. We don't want that at all. Okay, life sucks. Uh-uh. We like positive, happy women. That's one. Two, we like women that are agreeable. Okay? Agreeable. Agreeable. We don't like women that always wants to argue about something. We don't want women that say, well, don't. can I get my two cents? Can I say something? No. We don't like women like that. That always feel that they got to get... Nah. No, we like women that are agreeable. Yes, Wes. 
Whatever you say, Wes. That was a good idea, Wes. Wow, Wes, you always have good ideas. Make sense? We want a woman that's agreeable. And don't get it twisted, because I know some of you women are like, what? You want a slave? That's not a slave. You're just not smart. You're ignorant. There's many women like that. Many women, they're very agreeable women. <clears throat> because those type of women that are agreeable, they want a man to take control. That's another thing. Men want a woman that will allow successful men, want a woman that will allow them to take the lead and take control. Okay? We don't need you to take the lead, and we don't need you to take control of nothing. We're the leaders, you're the followers. Does it make sense? I'm just telling you what it is. And I know what you're thinking. Like, what do you mean? Can you just be on the side of them? Can you both lead together? Can you make decisions together? First of all, how the fuck do you make a decision together? You can't do that. You can't make a decision at the same time. Oh, God. You know, you hear women say this. Women say, can you make a decision together? Can you, can both of you come to an agreement? What do you mean? What if you don't agree? Now what? <laughs> Listen, in any relationship, whether it's employee or boss, whether it's professor or student, mentor or mentee, husband or wife, there has to be one leader and one follower, okay, for it to work. Does that make sense? And what I'm telling you, a successful man, he's the leader. It's not he wants to be, he is. And you need to understand that he is the leader. And a leader doesn't mean he's going to take control of you. It doesn't mean that he's going to demean you or berate you. He's just the leader, period. Okay, he's the leader of the household. He's the dominant part of the relationship. And that goes to number four. Successful women, men, successful men adore feminine women. Feminine. You know what the word feminine means? Feminine. Feminine women. Not masculine women. There's too many masculine women on the planet. Too many. Too many women trying to be like men. Some of you women trying to be big as men. You're at the gym. You all got all these muscles on your body. I'm like, what's going on here? It's looking like a man almost. Talking like a man. Screaming like a man. Debating like a man. Argumenting like a man. I'm like, let me tell you something. Successful men don't want that. We'll never select you. And you'll be wondering why we're not being selected. Because a successful man that likes women wants a feminine woman. A woman that is relaxed in her female capacity. Soft. Make sense? You asked the question, I'm just answering it for you. Because I know some of you women, some of you, some of you are feminists. Some of you women are like, oh, this is disgusting. I'm never going to be. Well, okay. Yeah, you're probably going to be alone as well. But it's okay. There's nothing wrong with being alone, right? <laughs> um, also, successful, successful men love women that take care of their bodies. Okay? Let me say that again. Successful men 
love and adore women that take care of their body. Because let me tell you something about a successful man, a regular man too. We love a woman that look good. Oh, I mean, come on. That's our number one need. Physical attraction. Read the book, His Needs, Her Needs. It's number one for, for men. Physicality, man. That means go to the gym. Some of you, listen, I get it. Some of you women are just, you've been naturally blessed because you had parents that created you and you just look amazing. Don't work out. Don't go to the gym, but you will find. I mean, it is what it is. But listen, women, all of you are not like that. You know? And you can blame God. God wasn't fair. You know, I know some women hate that other women don't have to do nothing and they look good. Pretty body, pretty face, pretty skin, pretty everything. Don't even work out. Oh, I know women like this. Gorgeous. And I know some women that gotta work their ass off in the gym. Or women that are like, well, why can't I just have to? Well, I'm sorry. You got to blame God about that. He didn't give it to you. So it is what it is. You got to work what you got. But women, men, women, what I'm trying to tell you is men love a woman to take care of a body more. Mm. We love it. Okay. Because successful men, they want women to the top tier. I mean, it's the, one of the reasons that they became successful so they can date certain different type of quality of women. Okay, there's different tiers when it comes to women, folks. It is different tiers. Okay. Did you write that down? Okay, great, because I'm not done. Also, successful men. They love a woman that can cook. Now, listen, I, I know that's almost unheard of because of this generation, you know. I mean, who cooks these days? But we love it. A woman that can cook? Let me tell you something. You get some points for that one. Because, see, it's not that many women that cook. You know, it's like a dying breed, right? Women cooking, they just don't do it. You know, this generation back... In my mom's generation, they did. But now this generation, millennials, Generation Zs, shit, even my generation, man, ain't, they don't, ain't nobody cooking no more. I don't feel like cooking. I don't like cooking. I'm like, what? But let me tell you something. If you can cook for a man, a successful man, you can cook good, you have the opportunity of staying longer. <laughs> I'm telling you, you, you will. Because we understand that women that cook is a dying breed. It's scarce. So if you can cook and cook well, let me tell you something. That man going to think twice before he lets you go. Okay? Because you're just a part of the dying breed, man. Ain't nobody out here cooking no more. Everybody just Uber Eats, DoorDash, door dash, and going out to restaurants, but Man, successful man want to eat a good home-cooked meal. And he don't want to ask for it. 
I can tell you the last time I met a woman and I came home and she had a meal waiting for me. Dang. When was that? I can remember. It was this one little girl. I'm not going to tell the story, but I had this one young lady. She, whew, she was a Latina. Man, that girl can cook. My God. She can cook. She cooked good too. I mean, you know, it's two it's two types of cooks. The one that can cook, but the food is disgusting. And the one that can cook, and you just want to make love to them all night. You just like, oh baby, I just I love you. That food was just so good. And they love it. <laughs> okay. Women, are you taking notes? Yeah, no. Sexy intelligence. I know what you're saying. You might say, not all successful men like that. Oh, that they, they do. They do. They just never tell you. <laughs> then they're just not gonna tell you this. Do you understand? Listen, successful men, they prefer not to go back and forth with women. They don't want to go, they don't want to be combative with women. When women get in, you know, a little bit insane, crazy, they be like, you know what? I'm gonna stay calm. Because successful men have what it's called emotional intelligence. So they don't want to go back and forth with you. They're going to be calm, but they'll just, you know, dip off. They're going to go talk to somebody else that's going to be calm, that's going to be cool to understand them. I mean, it is what it is. You know, successful men got women that appreciate and like them for who they are, period. And that's the woman he hits up and chill with her because. Cause he ain't gonna give him no, he's not gonna give him no stress. So, uh, you can't say successful. You cannot say that successful men are not like that because one thing, uh, I'm pretty sure you're not dating successful men. Or oh, not a ton of them. Trust me, I know a ton of them. I am a man, so I know. I know what men think about, and I know what men don't tell women. I'm the only one out here with the balls to tell you what it is. You know, you don't like it. And I may get castigated and criticized and throw me on the, uh, on the, what do you call that? On the, uh, stone me to death. But I don't care. Let me tell you like it is. So why don't, don't think they like women for who they are? Oh, I'm going to answer that question for you. So you want to know why men don't like women for who they are? <laughs> Women, don't get mad at me. Listen, only weak, sorry men like a woman for who she is. Okay? That's it. You know, beta men, those weak men, indecisive men, uncertain men, no confidence, lack of self -esteem. These men, you know, they were like, well, I'm just going to love for who you are. That's silly. A successful man... See, you have to understand. See, success is not just about money. It's about maturity because it takes discipline and a boatload of maturation to be successful. Make sense? Which means is the man becomes a different type of man. He's different. He's not like your, the guys you've been dating, right? So he's very mature. He's disciplined. High self-esteem, ton of confidence, know what he wants, direct, blunt, 
Um, so why would he want a woman and just love her for who she is? Because maybe who she is, it's just not good enough for him. You ever thought about that? Because maybe the woman that she is was only good enough for the men that she were dating at the current period of time. Makes sense. See, this happens to a ton of women because, see, women, unfortunately, they don't get the, the opportunity just to date successful men all the time, right? They date regular average Joes. And there's nothing wrong with regular average Joes, but regular average Joes are typically a bit immature, financially immature, no emotional intelligence. These are the type of men going to go back and forth. You're going to be screaming at you, screaming at you. You know, it's insane. It's just chaos, right? Those type of men. And you used to date these type of men. But when you date a successful man, it's different. And he ain't going to put up with that shit. <laughs> Make sense? See, your beta man going to put up with everything. Successful man, we're not going to put up with much. And you may find it that you're walking on eggshells. But it's not that you're walking on eggshells. You need to develop yourself as a woman. Make sense? So we're not going to accept for who you are. Because who you are is probably not the type of woman that we want. Right? We want a woman based off what I just explained to you. We want a woman that we can communicate with that when emotions run high, we're able to calm down. We're able to talk it through. Right? We don't need to be screaming at each other. That's insane. For what? Why, why, why would I need to do that? And I got a ton of women that I can gravitate to with at any given moment. So no one should accept anybody for who they are if who they are doesn't meet the standard of the person. See, a lot of you women, you don't have standards for yourself and for the person that you date. You don't have a standard. So you think somebody just should take you who you are right now. But who you are right now is probably not good enough to date certain type of man. Same vice versa. Listen, same thing as it relates to men dating women. You know, men believe that well, she need to love me for me. Like, whatever the fuck that means, right? I don't want her to love me because of my money. <laughs> love because of me. And I'm like, what? You want to love her, love the broken part of you? Right? Listen, some of you men, you just don't qualify to be with certain women. It is what it is. It's not that you're not good or that you're not virtuous or that you're not a good man. But that's the problem. You're just a good man. Some women want a great man because they're just great women. Because they have mastered areas that make them a great woman as it relates to dating successful men, right? It's not because they stuck up, they're a gold digger. They just have high standards. There's a lot of women out there like that. They got high standards, and they should, right? If they, listen, if a woman is meeting the standard of a successful man, why wouldn't she have high standards? Some women only want to date men that make six figures. Some women only want to date men that make seven figures. That's it. It's nothing wrong with that. Does that make sense? Some women, they only want to date men who are financially stable. They don't want to date men who are trying to be financially stable. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not a gold digger. That's just standards. Does it make sense? And I think every person, man or woman, should have standards as it relates to the person they date. But guess what? They don't. That's where the confusion is. No one has standards. But guess who does? Successful men. They got standards, man. They know what they like. They know what they don't like. They know what they're going to put up with. Yeah. 
Yeah, and maybe they cheat on you or whatever because you're doing something wrong because they don't feel like having a conversation. And sometimes just cheating on a woman is the best way to get rid of her. I'm going to be honest with you. It is sometimes. See, men will never tell you this, successful men. You know, sometimes, you know, just cheat on a woman is just the best way to get rid of her, you know, because maybe you don't know how to get rid of her. You know, so if you cheat on her, then she's gone. But he already knew you were gone. That's one thing about successful men. They already know when you're gone. They already know when you, you know, they already know in their mind when it's time for you to leave, they know. They know like six months probably in advance that you got to go. You know, some men, they're very direct. They just tell you, hey, you got to go. I'm done with you. Or some men will find a way to get rid of you. Right? Successful men do this. And you'll only know if you date one. What are your standards? Very simple. Stylist by Nilo. So, yeah, my standards for women, I mean, I just I just shared my standards. It's um, agreeable. I like a woman that's agreeable, you know. I just don't want to go back and forth with you about everything. I'd rather you just say, yes, daddy, honestly. If you want to be very honest with you, I would rather a woman say, yes, daddy. Hey, we're about to go do this. Yes, daddy. Hey, can you go get this one? Yes, daddy. I mean, honestly, that's what I would like. I mean, period. Just keep it. Just yes, daddy. Like 90% of the time. Um, my standards is a woman that's happy. <laughs> I know that sounds trivial, but yeah, just happy, positive. You know, because obviously I am a overly optimistic man. I'm not saying you have to be like me because I am. I am overly optimistic, but uh, I like positive women too. I like women that just have that positive mindset. It makes, it just makes everything better. It makes the sex better. It makes being with them better. You ever been with a, a very positive woman? Like men, have you ever been with a very positive woman? Oh, it just feels good. It just feels so good, right? It just, it feels good. You know? Am I staring for women? I would prefer a woman that either understands like meditation manifestation and understanding the mind as far as you can create what you want are willing to learn make sense i would like her to either either understand it the medical the metaphysical part of us right or are willing to learn like i don't think i could be with a woman that just rejects it you know i just really don't get down with it to me it's just not a line you know i mean i, I need somebody just like want and be like man i love this stuff Wes, what you're talking about this is so good i want to know more i like women like that or Wes, did you think about it like this i think of that way too like me see i'm running to learn something i love to learn something from a woman as it relates to manifesting my dreams of course absolutely i would love a woman to correct my words and say uh Wes, did you just say try uh you're doing baby you got this you're a king. I'm like, well, you, well, you better, I'm about to go get you a Chanel bag real quick. Let me go get you a Birkin. <laughs> That's just how I am, right? Um, my standard is, if we just talk about personality, that never really looks. Um, <clears throat> I like a woman that's obsequious. Okay? Submissive. 
I like a woman to surrender herself to me. Okay. And I don't mean it in the, in a negative way, folks, you know, but you need to surrender yourself to me because I got it handled. Trust me. I'm more than capable to take care of you and anything around you that needs to be taken care of. Capitulation means trust because you trust me wholeheartedly. Another thing is loyalty. Now, let me share some with you, women. Okay. Um, loyalty is big with successful men. And let me explain something about that because I, I, I was I've been through a situation like this. Uh, like beta men are men that are not alpha men that are not really successful. They tend to give women chances, right? You do to your lie, they give them a chance. You cheat, they give them a chance. But successful men, they usually don't give second chances, especially when it comes to loyalty or lying. I mean, it's just the worst. We, we can't look at you. We'll never look at you to say, um, and you know, we may still deal with you, but you just compartmentalize now. You just, because loyalty is really big with successful men. Because we already can't, you know, it's very very tough to trust people because you never know what people's intentions are, right? You just never know, right? So loyalty is huge, especially from a woman, right? So when a woman lies blatantly, uh, it's a no-go, man. And you, it, you can't, it's almost impossible to recover. And you probably won't. So let me tell you something, women. Listen to me. If you, if you happen to snatch a successful man, financial that's very successful, don't fucking lie to him. You hear me? Don't you ever lie to him. I don't care if it hurts. I don't care if you think he may leap, but don't lie to him. Because you're going to lose him. You're going to lose him. And just because he's with you and stay with you doesn't mean you haven't lost him. He's gone. You know, you may be just there just for other reasons, right? But um, don't ever lie to a successful man. Lie to the beta men, like the insecure men, the indecisive men, the weaker men. You can lie to them all you want because they're going to take your ass back anyway because they're weak. But successful men, nah. Don't have a lot of them. You better tell them what it is. Okay? Lord, is big with us. We don't fucking play with it. I don't. I don't. I don't fucking play with that at all. Period. And you, it's a, it's an incorrigible situation with me. All right. Um. Let me see. Did I give you enough? Let me see. Well, standards do I have for women? Uh, I, I listen. I would like women to cook, but I wouldn't say that's a standard because I don't know, man. I. I haven't met many women that just cook like that. I'm talking about a woman that just love cooking. I'm not talking about a woman like, baby, can you go make me something? No. I want a woman just to make, just do it. Just do it because that's what you do. Cook. Make me some steaks and mashed potatoes and some cornbread from scratch. I don't know. Feed me. Make it like, 
Uh, give me a home cooked meal because that's what you like to do. I wouldn't say that's a standard. I would like that, honestly. <laughs> but many women just don't cook, honestly. Oh, <laughs> uh, not in America. You got to leave the country. You know, what's so funny. You can leave the country, you can get more, a much more good looking women. <laughs> you know, what's so funny about traveling the world outside of the Western, like America? I mean, not only the women are just, you know, much more beautiful, um, they cook and they're more domesticated. Like they cook, they clean, and they say they do. Like, I could, that's what I'm supposed to do. I went to Brazil. Man, these women, like, uh, that's what a woman's supposed to do. I mean, and I'm talking about pins, dime. I mean, gorgeous women. I'm talking about that's my job. I'm like, hello, girl, you better watch yourself. I'm about to change my passport. Same thing in Paris. You know, it's just cultural, man. It's so different. All right. Who wants to go live with me? Uh, let me see here. <laughs> Thanks, Shelly. This guy want to go live here. Holes be sick. Uh, let's see who this is. Here we go. What's going on, my man? So I have a lot oh. of Oh, that's the light. Oh, turn your light on. Wait, wait. We can't talk until the light is on. You said until the light is off? On. I need to see you. I'm literally in the bed. Oh, you got to get out the bed then. If you got an important question, that means you're going to turn your light on oh. and I'm going to be able to see you properly. Uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe next time. I'll just ask my question through comments. All right. Where's the love? So, folks, you know how I rock. Okay? You know how I rock. If you're going to go live with me, I need to be able to see you. It's my rules in my life. All right? But, yes, young lady, you can always answer your question down here below. We've been talking for about three hours now. You know, we always start talking about relationships. Wesley, how do you know she's the one? Well, you know, a woman? How you know the woman is the one? Listen, first of all, let me, can I explain something to you folks that believe in this whole soulmate bullshit? The one. What if he's what if she's the one? What if he's the one? Listen, let me tell you something about you know, people. It, <laughs> I mean, this is like red pill, blue pill for real. You know, a lot of you are just stuck in this honeymoon effect. Listen, it's like it's no such thing as the one. Okay. What I mean by that, anybody can be the one. Anybody can be the one that you select. At any given time, as it relates to a relationship. But it's up to you to choose if this person, because obviously every person on the planet, they're not going to perform the way that you want them to perform all the time. It's just impossible. You're not going to meet a person that's always going to be the way that you want them to be based off how you feel at every moment of the day. Okay? Which means there's no the one. You can make someone the one by deciding that even though you don't like this about them, but the things that you do like about them weighs heavily more. 
Does that make sense? So I said, wait for table fails. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? So stop with all this. Oh, I, I know I got. I know I got my person. I know I got the right. Listen, because see, when you say that that's the one for me, you're assuming that this one is going to be exactly how you want them to be all the time. It's not going to be that way. As a matter of fact, relationships equals pain, man. It, it really is. And the pain is more emotional because you got to be flexible because this is another person. The person has a different personality. They were raised differently uh, than you. I mean, it's a lot of disparities. And you, now you're trying to coalesce. You're trying to mesh. You're trying to make things work, which takes a lot of work to do. All right? So uh, I wouldn't search for the one. You should, like, men... You should search for the woman that meets your standards. Okay? You need to know what your standards are. See, I have the things that are very important on my list and things that I'm not going to deal with. Like, another thing, some of the things that I won't deal with as it relates to a woman, one, I'm not going to date a woman that smokes. Period. Cigarettes, weed, if you smoke, you're not going to be with me. Okay? I'm, I'm not going to be in a relationship. You know, and I'm not saying that I won't, like, you know have intimacy with you you know depending on how you look and how you smell at a given time whatever but uh i'm not going to be with you if you smoke two if you're a heavy drinker i'm not going to be with you it's can't you know it's, it's a vice i can't i'm not going to be with a woman that has those type of vices smoking and drinking absolutely not i'm not saying that you can't drink at all but if you're a heavy drinker like if you call me drunk in the middle of the night because you're out with your girl you want me to come save you you're going to lose me that night. You're not going to even know it, but I'm gone. <laughs> I've done it before, right? You you won't even know, but I'm gone. You know, I'm not dealing with you. I'll come pick you up, but that'd be the last time. Okay, so I'm going to turn my phone off, and I'm going to take you off my favorite list so I can't get your calls. Does that make sense? Uh, another thing that I won't tolerate from a woman is uh, disrespect. Let me explain disrespect. You know, I'm not just going to say the word and I explain it to you. Like, you cannot scream at me and raise your voice with me. I don't play that. Okay? Mm -mm, I would check you. I check you one time, and you'll know. And based on how you react to that check, that checking moment, it's going to determine if we're going to move further or we're just going to cut ties. No, you don't raise your voice with me ever. Unless I'm doing something. Now, I need to be cheating on you. You know, you need to kiss me in the act. Then, okay, great. Other than that, you don't raise your voice at me. Ever. Okay? Because I'd never do it to you. Like, I don't raise my voice to women. Don't need to. But if I have to get to that point, it's not going to be a good day for you. Okay? <laughs> you following me? And these are just my standards. I don't tolerate that at all. Okay? Um, what else? And I think that's it. I mean, that's, that's I'm easy. You know, I, I'm so easy. You know, just don't be a heavy drinker. Don't smoke at all. And don't raise your voice at me. Like, don't scream at me. I'm like, I'm like don't do that. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Don't, don't play with me. Absolutely not. Right? And I think that's about it. Okay? That's it. I mean, that's just 
it's my don't wants. I can't, I don't deal with, you know, uh, you know, and, oh, I, I thought it was that I get it. You know, we all use, you know, certain language at times, but don't, you know, don't be a person that just use foul language too much. Like in your conversation, be careful. Right. I don't want that. You know, I get it. Every once in a while, we just get a little mad. We want to use the fuck and use the, but I mean, or, you know, that, bit, you know, whatever, but watch your mouth, right? Don't, I, I don't need the day of a sailor. You're talking like you don't have any home training. Like you can't have a conversation without having any type of deplorable language in it, right? Wes, do you like when a woman calls you daddy? Of course. I mean, of course I do. Absolutely. Every one of every woman I've ever dealt with have called me daddy, by the way. Every woman. Let me think. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, they've called me daddy. Because I am daddy. And I let them know that I am daddy. There's nothing wrong with that. It's normal. Okay? Daddy means provider. Okay? We're not talking about daddy-daughter. I'm talking about daddy as provider. I provide. You had a daddy growing up, I'm your new daddy. And I'm going to take care of you if you allow me to. But you need to take care of me as well. It's a give-and-take relationship. I'm very clear about that. When I get abused, I raise my voice. Are you abusing my children? Yeah. Now, listen. That's different. Okay, pap? I get it. Obviously, Wesley Virgin don't abuse nobody. I don't abuse women. I don't abuse... I don't do, I don't be, listen, I, I'm, I don't even get upset at women, honestly. It takes a lot. And when you take me there, it's just, uh, you know, because I have a dark side. Now the side is like, I'm going to be physically abusive, but I do have a dark side. And I have a mean side, insanely, right? And I don't want to be that man. And anyone that takes me there, I'm like, I got to get out of here. Because women to take you to that level. But some women would not. And I've been very blessed for the past 10 years. I've had women to take me to that level. I've had some great women in my life. And I thank God for all of them. Even though they probably don't like me right now. Probably hate me. <laughs> Dislike me in some way. But I still got love for them all. What's next here? Um... Any more questions for me? Questions here. Did you get some value here? Yes, I'm going to save this live for you, for all of you. Okay. That's not what a relationship all about. Well, well, just share your thoughts then, Miss Holes Be Sick. I mean, that's your... Instagram name, just repeating it. You know, listen here. If you, if you have a better argument or you want to debate with me, I'm I'm up for it, honestly. But you can turn your light on, or you can just put your thoughts in the comments here. All right, I, I one more person to go live before I let you go. I need to get to work. I like that. Somebody says, being a federal agent, 
I can't smoke at all. And I think it's disgusting. I agree with you, sexy intelligence. It is disgusting. I mean, first of all, weed makes your breath stink terribly. And you won't know because you're probably dating a man that smokes weed. But if you ever date a man that doesn't smoke at all, you will find out that your breath smells terrible. It's not enough toothpaste on the planet to get rid of that if you smoke too much. I'm telling you, I mean, you know, uh, vices, man. These addictions are insane. Um, this has been a great live. I, I agree. All right, let's go live with... Oh, well, we already been live with you, Lucas. You've been live before. We're trying to get some new people here. All right, any more questions before I let you go? You folks tend to want to talk about relationships all the time. And I'm always open. And listen, I'm not a relationship therapist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not licensed at all. As a matter of fact, you shouldn't listen to a word I say when it comes to women and men. To me... It's just common sense. I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of this stuff is common sense, in my opinion. So, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so much value. Thank you, big head. Well, thank you as well. <laughs> All right, I'm going to let you guys go. All right, much love. I will save this live if I can get everybody to do one thing for me. Can you hit the love button, please? Can you share in the comments below the value that you got from this live? And I thank you, and I love all of you. I know sometimes we can have tough conversations here, but I'm only here to educate you based off my philosophy of living my life. And, you know, the past 15 years, life has been absolutely heavenly for me. And I just want to transfer that to others if that's what you want. And maybe that's not what you want. If not, you need to listen to somebody else. But I do appreciate you, and I thank you for the likes and comments below and joining the podcast. Remember, you can get access to this podcast on Google.com. Type Google.com, Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast. And the episodes are free. They will always be free. Even when I'm dead, they will be free for you, my generation Zoomers. Um, to get access to, to learn more about how to manifest your dreams. Much love. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin, and let's go.